Happy Halloween, and welcome to episode 9 of Rhythm and Wit, the podcast and video series where we explore and discuss the creative and artistic expressions of artists and performers in Oklahoma City and the cities around it, also known as the Greater Metro Area. My name is David Steele. I am a bass player, a music producer, a graphic designer, a photographer, and a film hobbyist. My co-host is Nicholas Campbell. Nick is a stand-up comedian, a singer, a songwriter, guitar player, electrical contractor, a husband, a father, and my best friend for over two decades now. In today's episode, we like to welcome our second ever special guest. Today's guest is L. Prather. L. is an artist, an illustrator, and someone who is obsessed with horror. Her artist's name is Cloven Hands, where the devil is in the details in her heavy ink work of full-bloom florals that invade the human body. We ask Elle about her unique approach of combining elements of death, such as skulls and scary skeletons, with elements of life, such as natural growth and floral patterns. We also discuss the genre of horror and media and what effects it has had on our lives. We also talk about some of our early scary movie memories as well as some of our favorite Halloween memories. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and podcast feeds to keep up with new episodes that drop every Friday. We hope you enjoy today's episode as we greatly appreciate your time and attention. Nick, you're in charge of the countdown. All right. Five, four. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Rhythm and Wit. My name is David Steele, and with me is... Nick Campbell. And Elle Prather. Nice. Welcome to our special <laughs> guest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is our second guest on the show, so we're really excited to be talking to an, a real-life artist. Um, I just want to <laughs> go ahead and put a disclaimer out there. Um, I won't be speaking about my music career today, oh, okay. guys. Um, this is really is just focusing on my visual art. Okay. So yeah. yeah. So you don't want to talk about your lip syncing at all? Mm. <laughs> Debatable. Okay. Well, let's see where we get. Well, let's see. I, I had a question about that. I'll have to scratch that one. I've done my penance. <laughs> so yes, you are an artist, an illustrator. Yeah. Uh, you do heavy ink work. I do. Um, I think um, it's very nice. I, what, I, all that I've seen, it's all. I love the detail. I love detail, and art, and everything. Music. Um, so I like that a lot. Anything that's super you. fine and detailed like that. So how long have you been doing that style in particular? Is um, that... It's kind of new. So I've always been doing art in some form. Mm -hmm. um, when I was a kid, I used to draw all the time, just like sketching on paper. Um, and then 
I didn't really pick up on painting until after college, actually. I think I got kind of stuck in school mode for a really long time, and um, a really good friend of mine, Sarah, um, always loved my art, and so she would always ask, or would ask me to like make a gift for her or something, and it really helped push me to, into painting. And I didn't actually develop a style until COVID. Oh, okay. <laughs> so in so. 2020, um, you know, that lovely year, I had a whole lot of time on my hands, <laughs> right. um, probably too much time consuming social media as well. Okay. But I also like, I stopped following influencers for like my mental health and then only followed art accounts on Instagram. Why did you stop following influencers? So, I was not in a good headspace during like lockdown and I think that like just that envy of like watching other people that can like happen with viewing influencers who like I don't know I just, it felt like it was pretending like things were just kind of continuing right. yeah, on and they weren't totally different during COVID that was yeah. weird because yeah a lot of those the influencers the people that it's like they literally just pretended like it I mean they it's the whole thing with the influencers is that a lot I mean, of it's you're selling it's a all product. fake it's all fake it's all staged <laughs> yeah. i mean just like this this is these aren't real ghosts <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know but it's like you put these things together to make it look like a certain thing and yeah. it's like they put a lot of time and work into that which is i admire that it to is. a level and you're almost marketing but, yourself i feel yeah, like but i mean you are you're a salesperson too, but, i mean basically like um, you said so yeah i think but i just yeah, was like i've got to get weird, out yeah. of this like I have to get out of this thing where I'm watching other people mm -hmm. live their lives sort of thing. And so I really just wanted to follow more art accounts. Right. And that made me feel so much better just seeing people Changing. be creative mm -hmm. and just trying to, um, I guess, channel whatever energy that they had with ugh, all that ickiness into their art right. instead. And so in October, there's like annual illustration contests, like different, like, I think it's just different brands for them as well. But it's... Um, like usually like you draw something every day and oh, yeah, people yeah. upload it, put under the same hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. and, so, seen, yeah. and October is a really good one for ink work because mm -hmm. I think it kind of fits that like spooky right. vibe. Black and, and white. so <laughs> I had a ton of inspiration at that time back mm. in 2020, especially in the month of October. Right. And I feel like that just really helped um, me develop my style because I realized I like a lot of Focus, black yeah. ink work mm -hmm. and I get really distracted by color as much as I love color. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, yeah, it could be like a distraction in a bad way. It like, was uh, for me. And I still like, when I use color, I use it really sparingly mm -hmm. because I have a tendency to use it in a way that I'm not happy with the result. Yeah. I think I just get a little too wild with my color choices. So, like I yeah. love all of these and the overall but effect is not quite right. <laughs> if you lower it down and just have like, like I, cause I can picture it now. It's like you, you have the black and white and so you have one spot mm -hmm. of red and it's like yeah. that draws your eye to that. I like know, a good punch makes color. it powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And Whereas I if to it was all in color, it would be, yeah. It's a bit too much to, it's for me, it's too much to focus on. Mm -hmm. And so pairing that back, I think was easier for me to like, yeah, really be cool. able to finish art mm -hmm. because oh, otherwise nice. yeah. I don't really finish things. I'm, I'm really bad about that. I probably got like 50 pieces of unfinished things that I'm like, I might come back to you. Like I lost the steam at some point, but right. um, working with just 
ink and paper it helped me to focus on like textures mm -hmm. and just the line work and like how i can get different effects that way Whoa, okay. and i like that a lot because i could focus more on those details instead of um stressing out about like what yeah. shade should i put here cool. do i did i blend it too much things like that that's just not my skill set at least not yet yeah maybe yeah. one day <laughs> do you have like i noticed that you i mean you use a lot of like skulls and stuff mm -hmm. do you, what how do you pick what you're gonna draw? I mean, yeah. what, what does it, is it in here? Do you? I think, so it's hard for me, to be honest. Like it's hard for me as an artist to come up with ideas. It doesn't really like, I do feel like creativity is something that needs to be exercised mm -hmm. and strengthened mm -hmm. because whenever I'm not feeling very creative, I can't just sit and think right. like, make a drawing right. like what like what do i want to see i can't i can't even fathom it i think it's something that i try to think of it it's like you figure out how you can put yourself in the creative mindset yeah. at any time that's hard to do but i think that if you can i mean you know maybe do like a meditation or do something like listen to music that will change your mindset yeah and i do like mm -hmm. i usually put on some kind of a playlist that yeah, like certain types of music mm -hmm. is it spooky um, Usually. Yeah. Yes, yeah, usually. What are we is. talking? Top five. Okay. Um, let me think. Gazelle twin. So this is an artist, um, I specifically remember my drawing Mercy's house, which is one of the first ones I drew in like my current style. Mm -hmm. So it's still like, I think it was October, 2020. Okay, yeah. um, and I was listening to one of her albums and it's like, I don't know, it's kind of disjointed. It's, it sounds dangerous. Like mm. it's just a like really creepy, good music for me. I don't even know how to categorize it, <laughs> but. What's um, the genre? I don't know. Yeah, that's I what I was going to say. It seems to me, I've never heard of them, but it seems to me that it's, it, that's maybe why it can ex inspire art because it is so out there and like yeah, not, I can't it, not quite a specific it. genre so it can kind of create a... It more like inspires like feelings or mm -hmm. something for me and it was creepy as hell and I just was thriving in that's that cool. music as <laughs> I drew. Um, also movies really, yeah. really um, inspire me because I yeah. love scary movies. Do you this draw while you do the movies? Season. I do. Watch the movies? Oh, yes. Okay. So sometimes if I'm drawing something I'm really trying to focus on I usually just put on like my favorite classics. Yeah right? uh, going back to real quick about the topics I always it's an interesting question that you brought up about um what you draw i always ask artists this is like you know do you always know what you're gonna do but when you start yeah sometimes i think you start something and it turns into something that i mean i think it's interesting some people probably have something very specific that they want and they start doing it and then maybe it turns into something else or but i also i think i've met people that just start doing something and it just turns into what it is. is it that... just kind of emerges as they work mm -hmm. through the process. Right. And I think that's really cool. Mm -hmm. um, mine's kind of a mix of those yeah. things. I don't have a sketchbook. Like mm -hmm. I don't really sketch things out. If anything, I might just throw like big blocks of shapes just for the composition mm -hmm. so I can kind of overall. Mm -hmm. um, but I change things a lot. Yeah, I erase a lot. Um, if I'm painting, I might just paint over the whole thing and just completely redo things sometimes. 
That is partially why I like ink work because it forces me to just stick with the choices that I've made oh, and like okay. really work mm -hmm. with it. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I just kind of have like a, an overall idea of what I'm trying to do. Like, is it like, am I trying to learn a skill with this piece, mm -hmm. like dot work or like play with line work on that? Or am I trying to focus on forms or like realism? Cause that's my current thing. I'm trying to become like incorporate more realism into my oh, art. Yeah. And so sometimes the subject itself might not be like, too wild a concept maybe it's just just a skull but mm -hmm. it's because I really want to like dig in and focus on the details of that piece mm -hmm. um, but what I like to do is just have a general idea and then just kind of let my brain take off yeah. because mm -hmm. sometimes as I'm drawing I realize the idea I had just as far as the composition goes doesn't really look that good on paper like mm -hmm. as it's unfolding so I just change it up yeah and I think that's fun. I think that a lot of art I think about this with music for sure is that you start, I mean, you kind of have to follow the music or follow the art and mm -hmm. see where it wants to go and let it become what it needs to be or wants to be or whatever, and not necessarily try to force what you think it should be. It um, feels kind of organic mm -hmm. and yeah. fluid in that like way. It evolves Almost into like a yeah. back and forth. Yeah. Like. But you could even go with that with comedy. I comedy think lines like that. Start yeah. a bit, that. and then as you perform it and as you... It, it will change and evolve into mm -hmm. something that you'd never imagined or, yeah. or thought it would. You can't would. start it's with the funny because mm -hmm. you're never going to find it. you got to find yeah. what's odd, inconsistent with the world, mm -hmm. and then the funny comes from that, and that usually just comes from free writing. Yeah. But like when we wrote music, I mean, that was one of the ways that we did it is we just played something. We are like, that was cool. Yeah. It's like, let's, right. let's play it again and yeah. see if it can evolve yeah. into something. It keeps yeah. moving and you're like, oh, mm -hmm. well, let's change this to adjust it for this next piece. Right. And then it eventually evolves. And if it's a weird thing that creativity oh, yeah, is, it's just like, it's, it's almost like you're absorbing it yeah. from the atmosphere. It's like, oh, from your memories and like yeah. who you're with. Right. And it changes yeah. it all. Yeah, Everything, everything has an impact on... on what it art becomes i think everything that's involved even that's why i love mm -hmm. playing with in bands because you have five four or five other people or whatever getting together and and everybody's putting in their influences and their being you know their self yeah, well i mean that's, that's really me and dave different. get along real well i mean when we play music it's just like we snap right back yeah. into it just, <laughs> yeah currently, it's like familiar it's like an old love <laughs> <laughs> there's something but it is kind of tangible like, between you two I yeah, I just yeah. Say, if it wasn't for liz <laughs> <laughs> i mean i can see this that's why i'm sitting so far back so i'm like yeah. there's i don't want to disrupt we should if i was it's sitting like there that we'd be Donnie Darko thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, but here's here's something that i like Liz, that I whenever I watch somebody that does art, yeah. it's like it seems like they're so overwhelming that there's so many options. Yeah, you know, yes. like I can do pencil, I can do paper, yes. I can do watercolors, I could do you know. There's other things I'm sure, mm -hmm. and but I it just that's one of the reasons I always wanted to draw. You know, like oh, I want to be able to draw just because I love comic books and right. stuff growing up. Cool. But then it's like, how do I even start? You know, mm -hmm. I look at my hand and try to draw that, and it's like, it's don't really draw hands. Don't hands <laughs> don't like that's like class less the last final okay well i, I started <laughs> i started way too you're hard supposed to, yeah, to hide the hands, yeah, <laughs> hands <laughs> like literally hands are like one of the hardest things to draw they're very I mean, tough notoriously too i just do like hands and mittens. faces yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like drawing faces i mean i don't draw as much that's one thing with drawing and just me personally like i loved to draw when i was a kid 
and um, because I love comic books, I love the Ninja Turtles, which I talk about all the time. But that's in cartoons and like yes. you know, drawn. Like yeah. I think that I love cartoons for a much different reason than most kids. I think is I love the art of it. That's but, awesome. Um, though. But that's why I love to draw, and I draw Ninja Turtles. But then I stopped because I never really. I mean, I got into digital art and computer yeah. graphics and stuff. So. That's so and you I was didn't like, really I can stop. You well, just yeah, changed. it evolved into. Yeah. But I wish I had kept going with my hand work because now I'm very not great at it. I'm just not at practice. So it is definitely a yeah. skill set. Like there's a certain level of like muscle memory yeah. that goes into you it as well. To... And I feel like I almost think creativity is like that too mm-hmm. because when I am absorbing more create like creative people yeah. around me or if. Um, but not just that, but actually practicing it myself. Like I actually have to put my hand, yeah. put a pen in there and <laughs> actually start working on something. Um, and it just gets easier the more I do it. Mm-hmm. And it's not like always there either. So there are times where I might take like a few months of a break due to school reasons or whatever else yeah, going on. Um, and then I realize like this is harder for me right now because I haven't been like mm-hmm. keeping up with it oh, for right. those times. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's interesting because it almost seems like there are certain instincts that I build just from that process and I can really trust myself for that mm-hmm. confidence. That and I wonder sense. like, is it like that with comedy too? Because you say that, um, like you have to have a certain level of confidence in yourself mm-hmm. to be able to, <laughs> to get in front of people to, and, yeah, <laughs> and go off script well, I just and recently, like change your jokes based on the audience's yeah. reactions. I've recently had this like realization, almost epiphany. I, my buddy Leo sent me this video and it was about like doing your art and doing it almost for you. Don't let other people to influence you. And I've noticed, I've recognized in myself that if I try to just go with what I like, yeah. I seem to be... If you take a big swing doing what you like to do mm-hmm. versus what you other people you think other people expect you mm-hmm. to do, then you do you you end up being more authentic every time you take a big swing. Yeah. When you do it, do you take a big swing and it's you with someone else's expectations and mm-hmm. how you think something should be, mm-hmm. then you end up kind of growing in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. I feel it and and your voice I mean it's nuts man like uh, I have to tell myself don't worry about the outcome now because I'm like because I've gotten to a point where I'm kind of good yeah kind of but like but I'll be like oh I want to do a good job I don't want to look like a dumbass yeah. you know And but now I'm like just who cares if you do and then once you get up there and you're like trying to play to you what you think is funny what, what you like in your art yeah then you become more comfortable and if you fail you fail and grow in the right direction. I feel like, but yeah, it's yeah. like does that makes sense. Yeah, if you fail, it's not really a failure. It's no. just, and it's not a setback. It mm-hmm. might be disappointing. Right. Yeah. But like there's stuff you learn, and I love that comment you meant about making or being more authentic to you because it is like a brand that you're building up too. Yeah. But it's you. Like you yeah. are the brand. Yeah, that's yeah. I've um, said this before. I love that's what I love about comedians and comedy as it's like you get to know that person it's like that's what they have to present yeah if i was a comic it's like this is my life this is my view of the world and i think that if the more i watch comedians it's like the more i fall in love with them in a way because you learn more about them i mean just start to yeah knowing it's very personal we're being visited by uh it's the it's the evil uh werewolf contractor (laughs) 
Sorry, guys, I didn't want to bring this up. Is it a full moon? But the uh, foundation here is pretty terrible. Uh, I've I, got a few. I've ran some numbers for you. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I got my costume in. So I, I didn't mean to, to interrupt. Um, sure. Uh, I did want to jump back to something we brought up or started to get onto, which is horror movies. I think that uh, I, you had brought up something recently i don't know if it was on the podcast or if we were just having a conversation about horror and like exposure i think it, it's like to me and i i learned about this over covid too because i deal with a lot of anxiety and social anxiety in particular but um i was and i've always been a fairly fan of i love sci-fi and and yeah. kind of like fantasy and um, genre stuff so horror can go into that it can but it's not always like i've never been a big like freddy or jason fan or whatever but i would watch those i haven't i need to go back and watch those series just to to one series i did get into was um scream which those are we can get into that but but my going back to my point real quick is that it's like a fear exposure mm-hmm. because, and you had brought this up to me recently. Um, and like I said, I looked into this re- over COVID and started watching more horror movies for this reason. It's like you, you put yourself in a tense situation, but it's a safe way to do it. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I see what you're saying. Uh, what was it called? It was like yeah, fear. You had, it's like, well, I just, I mean, it could be just whatever. Yeah. I don't think there's a name, but, but like, it's, it's like practicing yeah. being afraid mm-hmm. in a comfortable yeah. space. Right. Because you're on your couch. Yeah. You so know. you can like deal with these emotions and then kind of just, because what I'll do, if I'm ro- watching a scary movie with somebody, I'm going to talk <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. Because I'm afraid, or you know, you get, yeah. when I was younger, yeah, I would be like, afraid. Now I'm not, I'm grown man. <laughs> but I would watch and be like, Oh, that guy's, he, he could have yeah. just done this. That's dumb. He's behind oh, this, yeah. you know, and then just ruin it for my brother. Because <laughs> <laughs> your brother's a huge My brother's fan. a huge, yeah. huge horror fan. <laughs> uh, but uh, something that, man, there's, I, I grew up on Dr. Giggles. I don't know if you remember that one. No. It was this, it's this guy. It's a horror movie. He was like a doctor that killed people. Oh, shit. And, Is uh, that the title or? Yeah. Okay. It's a doctor. And he, he like was born and he cut himself out. Somehow he got a scalpel when he was a baby. <laughs> Again, oh, there's yeah. a lot of holes in horror, and so like he reached out, the scalpel, and then and said, cut no. himself out, <laughs> and then the doctors were scared because I'm sure they've never seen that before, <laughs> right? Maybe. I mean, I've never read any journals <laughs> or anything like that, but I'm pretty sure it's the first time it's ever yeah. happened. Yeah, it's a precedent. Yeah, and so he would hit everybody with laughing gas before he killed them, Doctor Google. This is beautiful. Oh, yeah. It reminds, so it just kind of vaguely reminds me of like The Dentist. There's a horror movie oh, that I yeah. think is called The Dentist. Yeah. And it's like a dude who's just like a crazy dentist. And I think he just pulls your teeth or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, The Dentist, but mm. is already kind of scary. But just yeah, even that, that's scarier. a good one. Add malice. Yeah. Add malice. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and maybe, I don't even know if they're actually medically certified. Yeah. This was just, that, it was a documentary. It was, yeah, it was yeah, just that, them oh, filming a dentist. So. <laughs> they're mad they're not real doctors, so they have to hurt people. <laughs> it's interesting, though, like the idea of um, consuming Horror, fearful yeah. things yeah in a safe space yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what I've noticed there are a lot of women who love horror and mm-hmm. like I'm yeah. sure that there's research about why that I have not read yet let me just or put that maybe, disclaimer maybe it needs to be done know. too That's but I think it's fascinating <laughs> like research. and maybe it's because like my just off the cuff kind of theory has to do with just kind of in this 
in the world, women generally have more things to right. fear yeah. just being yeah. out. I thought of that when you and, said that. And um, I don't know. And it, it's also followed by that like euphoria of like it's done. And, like, yeah, because you survived. I mean, you yeah. didn't. Nothing happened to you. Yeah. That's a, that's the whole thing. Is like you like, can be I'm afraid. Okay and make it through and be yeah. okay I don't think end. nothing happens to you because after paranormal activity I had all my lights on in <laughs> <Yeah>. my house <laughs> in my closet I had the little latch where you could because remember when they found the, the picture uh-huh. in the attic mm-hmm. I put my dresser in front of That's that door right. Yeah, and me and the person I was with at the time went to bed with the lights on <laughs> No, yeah. those are the times where I accidentally fall asleep with the lights on. <laughs> so I'm like, I won't admit to it afterwards. And I'm like, oh, yeah. weird. I was just so tired. Dude, I must have been tired. I must have been so tired. I just went into the bed and crawled in and left the light on. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't crying. I was not. Yeah. It's not. I was sweating. It was really hot. <laughs> <laughs> on my face. <laughs> so, Elle, do you have any um, horror movies or anything? Like, what is, like, the earliest kind of horror or scary movie that you remember getting into oh my goodness so there's there's like my family has like legends i think like that we've just grown up with of like where we're making fun of each other so one of the legends in the prather family is that which is true but um when i was a little kid i was not at all scared of like horror films and i think it's because i didn't really understand Mm -hmm. like fear (laughs) like really like at that age like really little and it all changed when I walked in on one movie that my family was watching when I was like maybe five. And it was An American Werewolf in London. <laughs> and there's a scene, have you watched? Have you I haven't watched seen it, it. I didn't watch it's it. It's in the 80s, it's like yeah. in that, I think it's in the height of like creativity with horror films mm-hmm. in the 80s because there's a lot of experimentation going on with practical effects and yeah, things like that and just the horror too. genre at all are all together but there's this very detailed scene where he's transforming for the first time and it's brutal yeah. i mean like his skin splits things come out of his fingernails mm-hmm. it's his bones are cracking he's in agony but I walked into that scene and apparently I saw that, I screamed and I ran out and I didn't watch a horror movie for like 10 years. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. like done for a while. Yeah. <laughs> one, one for me was and similar, well not very similar because I, one of the early memories of mine, it's not even a horror movie, but Jurassic Park. Yeah. I love dinosaurs. Like they're my favorite thing as a kid. I mean, still I like, they're great. Who doesn't like dinosaurs? Right. But Everybody like, I it's loved it. So that movie was like magical for me watching it. And I was like, holy crap, it was the best looking dinosaur that we ever got. It is still but pretty then, fantastic. the raptor <laughs> scene in the kitchen like I don't think that I finished watching that movie (laughs) for a long time because it was just so scary but it was something like that was just like in the kit because the kids are running from the raptors in this dark kitchen you know and you're like around that age yeah it's a really tense scene too I have a vivid memory of just like hide literally getting up and going behind the couch And like yeah. being in like terrified, I still wanted to live. <laughs> like, are they showing the dinosaur yet? Pretty yeah. cool dinosaur. Yeah, it's like they looked awesome. But it was very scary. Yeah. So, but you know, I was, that movie okay. got me too. Yeah, I was. I was he eats too. the guy when he's taking a crap. Oh man, iconic. I still think that might happen. I don't know how I made it to that. Because the, the the raptor scene is late in the movie, and that and there's a ton yeah. of serious stuff before then. But the <laughs> like, next one was so cool because it looked real. Yeah. Like, and then 
that yeah so i was kind of nice cool with him getting eaten, but it was like whatever it was funny too it's yeah funny that, yeah that could have been it because it was meant to be a comedy kind of yeah scene, it had some moments but, in it for sure what, what about you nick do you have any oh i've got it like, chucky is that because my brother had a my buddy doll <laughs> oh yeah do y'all remember oh, those the, that my was, buddy doll that was chucky right yeah no he, he wasn't well, that was the real life based on the real life yeah it was like my buddy doll he would he was supposed to like talk and like hang out with you and my brother had one and then we watched Chucky <clears throat> and that doll came to life I don't know if you've ever seen Chucky in the movie but, <laughs> IRL yeah it just and so I uh, threw that in the closet and hid it from my brother for years like we had it we had it we would sit in the back of the closet and he would like try to get out to play with it and I was like we don't we don't touch that <laughs> alright we don't summon the demon into our home uh, he still has some resentment over it but uh, yeah, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Why do you like, need? We don't, we don't I'm your buddy. I'm your <laughs> buddy. <laughs> Here. <laughs> but no, that got me good. I still think about that. And you should then, dress as Chucky some year. Right, just like a giant child. I think <laughs> <laughs> just like. Overcome your fear. I feel like you would really pull that off. You and Liv, like, you could be the bride. She could be the bride of Chucky. Oh, yeah, that's see, right. I would just. She can just do that. <laughs> I would be fine with that. Uh, that's also one of my things, which is weird. That? So. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared horny. That's like the. That's, that's the worst. How do I? That's the best kind. <laughs> you know what? There's yeah. plenty of erotica in horror films, and I am like recently yeah. like. I need to check out this like genre more because I haven't really explored that. Like mm -hmm. I think about Jennifer's Body. I've not watched. What's yeah. that one? Is that the one? Is that, it has uh, Megan yeah, yeah, Fox Megan Boss. in it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I remember that. And one. I think it's one of those like it's also a statement about like burgeoning femininity and stuff. Like because mm -hmm. it's teenagers, it makes me think mm -hmm. of like Lord of the Flies, but women like the movie mm. Heathers or oh, okay, yeah. uh, was it Jawbreaker yeah oh is that the one where they kind of mean girls but not yeah horror, but... I remember that one where they uh, stuff her in the... that's right that messed me up dude yeah like, I vividly of... recall that scene when they open up the trunk have you watched yeah. Jawbreaker oh, no I so, think I know what you're talking about but yeah. I've never watched it I don't it's been know a long if time. it even is it actually considered a horror film I, I don't know it's, like it's really thriller. horrific yeah but, um, being weird is that's like... right because there's a killer in it right like a secret it's been years I remember I'm that really scene just, when they pull yeah. her out or whenever yes yeah so it's like those giant jawbreakers that you get okay, from like yeah. well at the time it would be the mall <laughs> I don't know where you get them Amazon now store. yeah I remember that now <laughs> but it's a group of teenagers teenage girls who are trying to play a prank on one of their friends but they're mean mm -hmm. and that like mean kind of competitive friendship so they like Prank kidnap her, but they are actually kidnapping her because she doesn't know it's her friends. <laughs> yeah. They shove a jawbreaker in her mouth and then they like, I think they put a cloth over so she can't spit it out and shove her in the trunk and they drive her somewhere. They open up the trunk and she had like swallowed and the jawbreaker is like, it's stuck out yeah, of her throat. It was like those toads. It's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty horrific. Yeah, that's tough. I was it, like, was, ah. it was shocking. Yeah. I remember watching that a little no, bit too I, young, I, yeah. I think. But I remember just, watching it going, like, I wow. believe a girl would do that. I believe girls would do that. I do too. Yeah, dude, girls I do are too, mean, teenagers. Watching my daughters grow up right now. Oh, yeah. Well, they probably you're dealing with that at school too just, a little bit yeah the jawbreakers are everywhere so what are what are some of your like top favorite horror or scaries mm. movies or series or books or whatever like oh, media that you consume i have so many like it doesn't have to be your favorite but yeah just whatever you think 
So my like immediate thoughts are like, I like the artsy horror. I don't really yeah. like gory mm-hmm. horror. If it has some gore and it's just you know just part of the plot like, or something. Was that hostile? Is that the one? Yeah, I Very can't really gory. do those anymore. I watched I the first I one and I was like, okay, I'm I'm glad I saw it. I guess yeah. Like, to see, you know, it was still I'm kind like, of an no, iconic movie. Yeah. Like. I guess like, like, you like just Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't, I don't think I need to go back to that. Yeah. So I am more um, obsessed like with psychological that creeps you out. Yeah. Yes, like is it like is somebody maybe mentally ill mm-hmm. or like supernatural things we can't explain? I love like all kinds yeah, of Christian kind of, yeah. demon kind of stuff because I just love creepy stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, Hereditary is probably my top, I my favorite. Yeah. This is horrific it's got family grief and trauma <laughs> uh mental illness is in that but also like witches and demons <laughs> and i love it and it's done in such a way that just like i watched it for the first time by myself have you watched hereditary no i've never seen it i've oh, heard a I lot about it i won't mention this scene because yeah. i'm just gonna say you need to watch it it no, is scary ahead. i probably won't watch it <laughs> okay. i'm not yeah it's no scary i'm not gonna watch it spoilers this movie's about five years old so i hope you've watched it by now yeah. um if you haven't just like uh pause go watch the movie come back <laughs> <laughs> so in hereditary it's about um I mean, it's it's essentially like demonic possession and like a cult of witches going on, but it's folk horror as well. And it, like, it's this family kind of isolated in the woods. They don't communicate very well. There's like stuff going on in the family. They just, they're not a healthy family anyway. Um, the matriarch, the grandmother, the family passes away and like all this crazy starts happening. And they realize that she was like part of a cult. And I think she may have been head of the cult to bring this demon back for money basically like this is like i think he's paimon he's supposed to be some like demon that bestows wealth upon people mm. there's also this joke about like when these like well-to-do wealthy like white folks are out here trying you know the economy's bad when they're trying to summon a demon for more money <laughs> that's, really, that's really because <laughs> they have a nice house yeah, commentary on our culture right, right now <laughs> Um, but it's just horrific. Like the there's there is a lot of gore in it. Like, mm-hmm. but it's used really yeah. effectively, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Like, it's hard to watch in those moments, but it's not just gore porn. Right. Like, it's... what for me, what's more horrifying is just this like torment that the family is going through, but also just that undercurrent of like, we have our own family going on too that we, mm-hmm. we can't trust each other, we can't talk to each other in the right yeah. ways. So I love that because it's a little psychological. A little bit of like folk horror with like the witchcraft and yeah. like Christian elements. That sounds too. cool. I don't know. I, I love I've, it. I've heard of people talk about it, and it's like it's probably what I think regarded as a very like one of the best horror movies made, so. especially recently. Yeah. So I need to check that out. Hearing more about it sounds more up my alley than I guess I really didn't know what it was about. Before, I recommend so. it. It's almost like just a haunted house yeah. kind of movie, but just done in a way that I, it's just right up my alley. There's something that made me think of something I watched over, I guess, a couple years ago now, but it's been out on Netflix. It was a series uh, called Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Mike Flanagan, director. Yeah, Mike and Flanagan's wonderful. Yeah, all, I've seen most of the stuff that he's got on Netflix. There's some newer stuff that I hadn't gotten to, but Haunting of Hill House was the first, wasn't it? I think so. And, and it was that's still very one of my similar favorites. to 
that movies mm-hmm. in some ways because it's about a haunted house and a family yes. and all of their interconnected like drama and stuff yes. and it goes into this whole history of this family because and it's it's so good it's a beautiful story and it was it's like, done so well I, I was telling you about it I think recently and it's like probably one of the scariest things ever made I think and a lot of mm-hmm. people regarded it like this movie is terrifying or it's a series yeah. show it's like this is terrifying it's like some of the ghosts and things that they're like really visual. creepy, and um, but it's, upon it a was second so good. viewing, you'll notice that there's like ghosts in almost every scene. Yeah, and it's really <laughs> horrifying when you notice it again. Like, it, it's just they're not you're not meant to notice them. Yeah. The first time. Oh, they're just like in the back. Yeah, oh, it's just, well, there's like, always really, stuff really that you lying. realize. Like, even it's like when you realize because all of his stuff is like this Mike Flanagan it's like once you get to the end of the series the whole series changes mm-hmm. because it's like oh that's what was happening the whole time mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like that's what I love about it's it like just, yeah kind of, of twist, yeah. like it's less of a, like a gut punch kind of twist because, yeah. but more of a like a realization. This has been running yeah. through the story, and the you could figure time. it out. Realize, you know, you like, could figure it out if you really pay attention. I think, but yeah. it's just like at the end they give it but away, and then you can rewatch it, and then like, oh, I could see all this other stuff that you maybe. Oh, missed. it has rewatchability that's what I like too. About it. That's yeah. brilliant. That's, that's what, what I love I about those little details mm-hmm. so much, and uh, like I obsess over them sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, how many times do I need to watch this thing? I will. Right. I will do it. I need to, I've already watched because I watched The Haunting of Hill House. I love that one. Yeah. Bly Manor was okay. I thought it was good, but not as good. It and wasn't then, scary. It was just, it was yeah. it was probably got, just more it was in line with the original ghost. story. It, I think it's it was a lot thing, like but. Hill House, but not as yeah. good. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't enjoy it. What do y'all think of Hubie show. Halloween, though? I love it. Okay, no, I love Hubie Halloween. I am saving it to watch it on Tuesday. Oh, are you really? <laughs> yes. Right. So I've been waiting all month because that's like my favorite fun mm-hmm. horror, or I guess yeah, Halloween movie right movie now. Halloween. Yeah. Um, I love it. I know you meant it as a joke, but. No, it's solid, though. It's, so it's good. like, I love that he just drives and people just throw. Do, he has a service <laughs> yeah, that like, like you can do anything a with utility it. thermos yes. <laughs> he made it when Batman. he was a man it, it reminds me a lot I, I loved uh, Ernest Scared Stupid yes and that yes. it just like it hits all those for me exactly that was, like that was goofy humor Ugh. that movie in particular is probably because I never liked horror as a kid but that one I loved because I loved all of his it's movies fun yeah but like that was probably the one scary movie that I liked as a kid like you know tell us mm. a teenager so I remember one of my one of my favorite scary movie memories is when we were probably I don't know like thirteen. Well, we might have been fourteen or fifteen. We couldn't drive, but we went to see a movie at the theater that you worked at. I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's how we got in. Oh, yeah. did you because, guys already know each other by then? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. we, oh, know, we oh, met each other when we were twelve. Oh, <laughs> there really is that Donnie Darko like thread between you two. Yeah, oh, we're but we, it was all, all of us, me and uh, Nick, I think, Neil and Nathan for sure. Maybe, I'm sure John was there. But anyways, it, and I didn't know anything about this movie. I just knew it was a scary movie. It was around Halloween. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is going to be fun going to the movies with my bro. And the movie was, turned out to be Saw. Oh. <laughs> it was the best. Oh, Dude, I went to the bathroom like three times <laughs> during that movie. I don't I was like, what the f- and I oh, and it was man. so scary, but it was, oh, it was the first so of its kind to watch. Yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, and it was my favorite guy from Robin Hood, oh. Men in Tights. Yes, was yeah. He? I was like, yeah. this, this guy does this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that's right. Yeah, I had such a crush on him. Because what's his name was in it? Donnie Wahlberg was in that, wasn't he? Was he in the first one? Oh, he may have been. Was he one of the cops or something? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I think he's in the first and second one. I think he gets killed. Spoilers, eventually. That was uh, a good one. That that was like one of my favorite ones. It was so good. That whole, that and Hostel. Yeah, it's kind of, of my favorites. groundbreaking. Yeah, the gory I just I, I hate the idea of being constrained. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then it's like it's really good. You and yeah. then you're stuck. So like they're like tickling your nose a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, that's what they were doing. Yeah. They were tickling. They're like pull out your eyelashes. <laughs> Do you remember whenever he took the little flamethrower? Yeah, and he like just like lightly tickled your eyeball. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> and he had the eye. It's just like oh, and it, it gooped like. Yeah, that one. I was like, all right, guys. Yeah. You're doing so much. The, the goop doesn't. You know like a, like an egg. Just, <laughs> it reminded like me that. a little bit of like the practical effects in 80s horror. Yeah, it looked like just, she had something wrong with her already. Yeah, like you were <laughs> already like, bad already, off. Something was going on there. He helped you. It's <laughs> the Dexter of, a, you know, of Hostel. Kind yeah. of. <laughs> well, that's what I like. I don't know if you remember this one, but Pumpkinhead. You remember yes, Pumpkinhead? Yeah. I love it when a group of kids f- with another kid, that person dies, yeah. and then they get to come up and. <laughs> because I'm like, yeah. yeah Kill him. I want kill a him. good supernatural revenge flick. Yeah. Like, that's what Jason head. is. Give me that's more. all Jason is. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. He, they yeah. deserve to Freddy, die. The first set Freddy to die. Freddy, too, but like, Freddy's kind of like, what are you revenging? Yeah. You, you, they revenge. No, he was on a pedophile. You. Yeah. He was even, do you remember the He was the already one? the bad guy. Yeah, he was already. The, you didn't have to convince <laughs> you me. You were already the yeah. bad guy, and then they killed you, and you had the nerve to come back? Well, there was this one. I don't know if you remember. It was like the Dream Warriors. Mm. That's I think number three. Dude, that's yeah, my favorite that's, one. That's a fun people, one people because like he goes into their dreams yeah. and then they win. Mm-hmm. Yes, like they're like we gotta fight him in our dreams. Dream. Yeah, you and I go. did that. I did you, that. You're telling me to sleep. Yeah. Let's f-ing go. Yeah. I sleep all day. <laughs> 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 you know, it's to work in my oh, you sleep. know how many superpowers I have in my dream? Yeah. Let's go, Freddy. I didn't know I was a dream warrior. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't know I could. Did it I, though. Chucky can't. Like my mom was like, oh, just yeah. do like that dream warrior thing. And I, I went to sleep. Oh, smart. And I was like, Chucky was coming after me. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and then I like kicked his ass. And then I was like, I'm Wolverine. And then I sliced him up. I was like, oh, I'm just like him now. <laughs> That's like, oh, oh wow. You look in the mirror. I'm Chucky. Yeah. I always have been. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, I must be. I did it. <laughs> anyway. That was that was traumatizing. No, I could probably name about yeah. a thousand more horror films. Yeah. Um, if you guys are, you need some like movie recommendations. Yeah, you mentioned you, sci-fi what do you got? What do you got? Yeah. I was gonna say Event Horizon. Yes, that's yeah, that's, that's a, good a good one. I love that's that one. I need to rewatch that one because that is like probably one of the best sci-fi horror movies. I agree. And Alien, I think. Yeah, it's so uh, yeah, that's true. I, I forget to consider Alien yeah. as far as horror because I just I yeah. don't know. It's like the just in its own thing for the me, I guess. The first one in particular yeah. is because it it yeah. evolves into something more. It's far action. more like sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But the first one is a straight up like this it's monster weird. is out on this. I can't ship. go anywhere. <laughs> I'm literally stuck in space. That's what I think. I I like a lot of like monster kind of mm-hmm. stuff. That's like uh, like Cloverfield. Is that it? That's the, right. Cloverfield. Cloverfield. Yeah, that's a that good was a one. fun one. Did you that's watch not, the... All the shaking made me have motion yeah, sickness. That's, so that's that was the problem. But I like the premise. Yeah. a big era of found footage, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. yeah. Time, like or the, like... The Blair Witch. Yeah, Blair Witch Blair Project. Witch I remember watching that. Yeah. That movie wasn't... That didn't that's, scare me, though. I remember watching me. that. Yeah. The it was scariest like all the part 
it was like the last scene of that movie yeah. this year. It still creeps it. me out when I watch that scene, like because he's just standing oh. in a dark corner, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my, I've got like goosebumps thinking about it. It creeps me out. You just think of this. <laughs> oh, yeah, memory. like my my fake uh, hair just like started. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, though, like uh, that game, there's a game based on that movie. It's a on newer Alien? game. No, on the uh, Blair Witch. What? It's a it's a good game. I can't play it. Yeah, <laughs> I it's, it's, it's probably scary. way scarier than the actual movie was. Like Playing there's games, a game based on it, and it's it's a newer game. Like me. it's definitely on PC and stuff. I don't know if it's um, if it's on console, but. Yeah, but games are, are are fun. Do you are you a gamer? I'm, you, I'm <laughs> not. Dude, if we're gonna get into games. Let's do. Yeah, this. We, have you all heard of the back rooms? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a creepy game that's like very not high budget. I mean, it's but it's just like I a like horror that, game. Though. But yeah, yeah, it's like but it's basically what you do is like the, it's multiplayer too. So you get your friends. I've, I've watched yeah. a lot of streams. I was telling her like I love watching streams, Twitch streams of gaming, horror games, people playing games. But so they. Basically, it's just this kind of maze, and like there's occasionally like monsters and ghosts will come after you and stuff, and you have to kind of figure out how to get through it. But it's just very weird because it all looks like a weird empty office building and just oh, really like creepy stero- liminal like, space. Yeah, it's just yeah. very. But it's based on this whole thing that like this idea of like this people can like fall into this other reality called the back rooms yeah. yes. and you get stuck there and you have to figure out how to get back into the real well, world. Like, is that what no clip is called? Like when you no clip into a different universe oh, maybe. kind of thing? Yeah. Oh, maybe in gaming that maybe that's where it comes from. I don't it know. could be. Like maybe it's based on like a glitch yeah. or something originally, but it's like the idea of that like we could just be sitting here and all of a sudden you just clip yeah, into you just fall into another spot. It's like a, it's a, it's a pocket dimension. <laughs> right? It'd be like the worst, <laughs> yeah. the worst game um, of Duck Duck Goose. Oh man, oh man, I would go crazy so fast in there. Yeah. Well, I love it because in, in the back rooms they'll go to a room and it'll just be completely it's just, yeah, different. Creepy. Like it'll be like yeah. one was like they had big slides yeah. and like one was, it's just I love that idea. Fun, it sounds really yeah. really creepy it's though. It works. Like in a good way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, That's I used to, and we were talking games, man. What, what what were you talking about? There's something that I played, and it was only like, I feel like it was just in beta or something, mm-hmm. but it's a game where you're stuck in a house, and I think you're trying to get out mm-hmm. of the house, but every time you like open up a door, you can open the same door and it have like different things behind yeah. it, um, and it's just every now and then something really creepy will happen but it's one where just the suspense builds up so much because you can like hear that there's going on like you can hear things behind you and you turn nothing's there and you can't even tell what actually is going on it's so creepy (laughs) um i played it once and the whole point is you are meant to like really build yourself up and creep the hell out before um anything can kill you i think but when I played it, it had been accidentally set up in a way where it, I think it remembered the previous play, mm-hmm. and so oh, it stuff. wasn't it wasn't totally refreshed yeah. when I went mm-hmm. in. So I was like, okay, this game really is really creepy, and I'm just walking down the hall. And again, I don't play video games, so I'm like really really bad. Horror <laughs> video games scare the hell out of me. That interactive quality creeps me out big time. Mm-hmm. So I'm on edge. And all I do is like I walk down two hallways. I open up a door, and something pops out and kills me immediately because I was set up for it. But it wasn't supposed to happen. No, it wasn't supposed to happen yet. It's so, you're supposed yeah, to like creep yourself through. out for a good ten to fifteen. I think minutes. I might know. Is it was it on PlayStation? It may have been. I think it was the Hideo, Hideo Kojima horror game that never came out. 
there was a demo. That of, that's and it. And like then. what the game it's called PT. I don't that know is, what yes. it yep. stands for exactly, but but personal yeah, trauma. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, that's how I feel. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's that was made by Kojima, who made Metal Gear Solid and all of the that whole series. I mean, wish legendary they had game maker. That. Well, it's like okay. it's basically a demo, but like I and I've seen some playthroughs of it. I think you could it. download it for yeah, a while, can, and well, then it was like yeah, gone because <laughs> you can't get it. You can't. I don't think you can get it anymore. It, people that have it, like have a PlayStation Three, it's like PTs on this. I can't wipe it <laughs> 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 because like that's the only copies that exist. Now. It's such a but, bummer. But that game, I think the premise is like it's like a uh, you kind of go in a circle in yeah. the house, and you kind of keep starting over and doing the same thing, but. Every time you go through, it's new stuff will appear. Yeah, it was fun different. to watch. You could watch people stream it if you don't, you know. It's so you, creepy. I should watch it because I can't yeah, play it. Yeah. I mean, I literally Like can't, I said, it's I very hard can't. to get for if you want to, but there's yeah. people that have it that you can look up YouTube playthroughs but it's a fun one. Well that's what I do whenever David gets resi- the new Resident Evil <laughs> yeah. I just come over yeah. and watch him because yeah. I'm not going to do that. Know, yeah, yeah. So Unless far. it was like Bioshock or something. You remember Bioshock? Yeah. Was, oh, that was did you ever play that? I'm sure you did. You're better than me. But it's like <laughs> it was this guy you, you, go, you get sunk underwater and you're in this like underwater city yeah. and they uh, they have a new mm-hmm. they were they try to get away from uh, America because they're trying to live where it's like people are, are individuals and no, no restraints by religion or government or anything like that. So they just do everything bad. <laughs> like, yeah, like ooh, yeah. wait. It's just one of the, it's one of the best games. I took off work every time a new game oh, of Bioshock yeah, came out. Yeah. So That's your favorite series. Yeah, not bragging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got Bioshock, yeah. honey. <laughs> the whole series. But I did want to tell you guys this this game. Yeah. Do you remember? I told I told him this one last time. I was really excited. Yeah. There's a old story. It's called. Uh, I have no mouth and I must scream. <gasps> yeah. yeah. It was a story in 19, like 58, 1960, somewhere around there. Yeah. And this guy just wrote a story and it was about AI. And so basically these, uh, Russia and China and America have yeah. these like AIs that, um, kind of just guess what the other AI is going to do to protect them, you know? <laughs> and what happens is one AI absorbs both of the other AIs and then it decides that humans need to be killed <laughs> we done yeah and so it picks it basically kills every human puts them underground except for six of them he has six of them left and he just spins eternity he found a way to keep them alive oh my god he found it and he just <laughs> with them that's oh his only god. goal is <laughs> with them so what they find out and spoilers it's I'm 1960s fascinated. i'm fascinated dude no it's a story. great is it, story is it a novel it's a not it was a short story first oh, okay. and then okay. they turned it into a video game oh okay. yeah and it came out in like the 90s it's and so it's like a point and click kind uh, of like adventure game you know so i don't know if you remember those old like yeah. fox spy fox mm-hmm. and like the anyways it's like, like the like in walking down the hall there's yeah. uh, but he goes uh so you go through this whole thing and you find out like at the end that uh, i'm gonna tell the whole thing if you find out at the end that this guy like the AI is it can't if the people die then it has nothing left to do mm-hmm. oh. and so it keeps them around like kind of fuck, crazy itself. it can't create so they can only create so it's like jealous because yeah. it can't create an existence outside of itself without you know yeah. it, 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 what they end up doing is like they figure out like oh we can kill ourselves and then now we don't have to mess with this it stops them after it gets to the last uh. guy he ends up killing the other girl like at the end <laughs> and he goes well you're the last one Yeah. he made and then he like turns him into this 
amorphous blob that can't have a mouth and he just wants to scream because he's like yeah, I have nothing left oh and he just spends God. the rest of eternity messing with that last person yeah. oh my god yeah, that's I mean, horrific <laughs> that's like the worst that, kind of torture nightmare I can imagine it stuck with me ever since I read it yeah. and then I played it a little bit and I was like I can't because yeah. it's so it's, it's, it's good it's a good one okay so that's anyways horrific. I have a mouth and I must scream everybody should see Check it because it it's funny to me that AI yeah. yeah, is so they're so afraid of it back then, mm-hmm. and we're so close to hitting it. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> like well before I would assume it, it was really like AI, right? Like it was just yeah, the idea like, of what, AI yeah. at the time. Or they I don't know. About, I don't know enough about computers to know how much. They probably knew about. Uh, I mean, they knew about computers and, yeah. and stuff, and, and I'm sure that. I More wonder, like prompt like, but like let me think about like you think about like robots independently. Yeah, it's like they they. They thought about robots like uh, you know hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, though, we had like the Jetsons and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I mean yeah, that, that was a hundred years, years ago. ago. <laughs> that was at least no, but you know like Leonardo da Vinci, I think had <laughs> yeah. drawings and plans for like a robotic, a robot. Mechanized I think that things. was maybe one of the first ever con- conceptions of a robot. I mean, he didn't make it, but he had tons of drawings and plans and ideas for all kinds of stuff that he never did. That's gotta be like. But but to it's think like, of doing that without yeah. having anything else to look at, <laughs> right. like, to be able to yeah, come up with that concept. That's true creativity. And right I'm sure there. you probably had other <laughs> well, Star Trek had tablets off of too. Yeah, Star Trek had tablets, right? I've noticed. So yeah. there's like, I mean, there are articles I'm sure out there too. But um, a lot of technical technological advances that we have are also in thanks to sci-fi. Like yeah. just mm-hmm. to have it's the art. idea and then yeah. there are people who can understand the mechanics and mm-hmm. how to put it. Because it's like art reality. art inspires life. Like life mm-hmm. inspires art first, but then art I mean people see yeah, like in Star Wars or whatever, it's like, oh they can see a, a spaceship that can exist yeah now but maybe it, you know they look at that and like i think i can figure out how to make that real mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like conceiving cool. of other worlds and things mm-hmm. like that too that's why yeah, i think the art and is so important to humans i mean, I mean sure. having that the ability to come up with mm-hmm. the concept is a pretty big deal like creativity is hard <laughs> yeah. like yeah. i don't always feel like i've got it yeah i think i wanted to get back to some talking a little bit more about your art because you yeah. you uh use a lot of horror elements I do. but also very floral and very life it's like life yeah. it's i think of it as a combination of life and death and a lot of your stuff thank so, you i've heard that comment yeah. before too um and it's almost I don't know I didn't really go into it with that originally Mm -hmm. in mind but it's almost like it developed on its own Mm -hmm. because for me I just really enjoyed that juxtaposition of the um, less the theme I didn't really think about it at the time but more just the visual of it like I liked that visual of like death decay Mm -hmm. plus but then maybe life comes back over it's like it beautifies it in a little in a way natural Um, and I like that a lot. Yeah, like as far so. as that aesthetic goes. But I also just like some grim, creepy horror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just not quite what I generally will draw. Um, I have noticed though, like I think that my art currently is, I feel like I'm like on the cusp of a new direction or something because as much as color does intimidate me and like mm-hmm. using it in my art, like I know I want to. Yeah. It's like, it's there, it's just, <laughs> 
building the confidence with enough mm-hmm. practice yeah, you could to find, really conceive of big you, pieces you that way. You might need to find a way to use color in the way that works for you. Yeah. And like, it might not be necessarily in painting even. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It could be something to think about. And just like, I think is, I think overall I like the idea of using it sparingly mm-hmm. so that it emphasizes things rather than like it being a big colorful piece. Mm-hmm. But there's something like, I feel like I'm, I'm, going to trend toward realism and some more color kind of fanciful elements in there because I'm working on a painting right now and it keeps changing on me like I wanted it to be easy and simple and then um, as I started working on it my brain did the thing it tends to do and said actually yeah. let's that's kind of how, how much harder I work. can we make this how much harder can we make this I do that same thing I mean look at this crap I did it's like I got four cameras going yeah. I got three microphones it's like this does not have to be this complicated yeah. <laughs> but, that's hard. but like, I love it it just shows I how love, much you love yeah. it right that's your passion and I want to push it, it and see yeah <laughs> but that's you know I think that's really important and it's yeah. cool to see people have that cool. kind of passion for things but well, it is saw... funny how things our products can take off mm-hmm. before oh, yeah. we like yeah without yeah. yeah that's how I get overwhelmed like what it looks like is overwhelming whenever you're doing art it's just like these ideas come in you're like oh, hold on yes. let me do something else like I don't know watching and Neil all those years ago mm-hmm. too but I had a question you know you, I was looking through your Cloven Hands Instagram yeah. just to kind of like check out but it looked like you'd done a lot of color stuff before yes did it was it intimidating back then it was it was because I don't think when I look back at some of my older paintings and some of them I feel like I still really enjoy um but it's probably, I felt like it was just an earlier part of my process. Like, and I think that what I used to do was try to mimic other people's art in a way. Like I would see these styles of things that I really enjoyed because mm-hmm. I love absorbing mm-hmm. colorful pieces. Like my house or my apartment has like colorful yeah. art all over the place <laughs> and I love it. It's just, I've had to realize that like, I can like something without trying to imitate it. Like I can appreciate oh, like it and like maybe take I mean, there's things that I'm learning, yeah, yeah, like, and it might even just be an overall, like, mood or something that Mm -hmm. the color provides. Because you can accomplish mood without that, too, Mm -hmm. just depending on how you highlight things and your composition. Something with art, too, I mean, it's like, I think something I've realized, too, recently as I get older... But you see, you have to see something first to know whether or not you can do it at yeah. all. And then you might see something and you want to try it. And maybe it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. but it'll, it could lead you to, to your true expression. I think I for think makers, cool. that can be really um, difficult to mm-hmm. try to wade through that process yeah. of like, how much am I, how much am I really trying to take from this for myself? Because like there's a book out there's a book I can't remember the artist or the author's name but it's called Steal Like an Artist oh, because yeah. artists oh, have been borrowing yeah. forever That's like all, as yeah. soon as somebody makes a piece of art <laughs> you know in history like that has been part of the next piece that another person right makes. like there are a lot of artists that have like literally stolen like even in <laughs> Renaissance times yeah, like. Right. They would literally steal like each other's yeah. ideas or composition There's and no things internet. like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, who, who are you going to tell? <laughs> we didn't go to the newspaper. We don't have those. <laughs> um, but, but there's obviously there's that like a very distinct line between like plagiarism. inspiration and plagiarism. <laughs> like you never want right. that. But that's the like you can when I say I take bits and pieces, it might be like. Oh, I love the way you um, shaded this. Mm-hmm. Like the way that you created that effect. I didn't even 
like ever conceive of that. And then I think like that's a technique I want to try, and it'll be a whole different piece of art that I'm working on. But like I really like this dot work, like the way they highlighted this one end, and it's also just a learning process for me too because. I've never had like formal training as an yeah. artist and so there are a lot of things that I'm learning as I go like and a lot of it's like learning through mistakes too. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the best way for me to learn. Yeah. Um, and so yeah it's just being really careful though of not borrowing too much yeah. and I think that's just one of those like gray areas probably with music too and comedy too. I think music is about 15 seconds. <laughs> like, about 15 seconds yeah. of sampling before. Yeah, yeah like, like I heard like I really like the way you did this how can I like do that but not the same yeah. <laughs> well I, you can do it with I mean tone I mean your yeah, guitar music. tone yeah, or, exactly. yeah but with uh, with comedy it's more the mechanisms that make the joke mm-hmm. you know like comedy it seems like it's like harder structure to, yeah. like comedy it almost seems like you shouldn't have to I mean because if you steal someone else's joke you're trying to steal someone well, that's else's life yeah that's straight up <laughs> that's, that's just straight up stealing yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like but you can take like you were saying the mechanism and put your life on that and then mm-hmm. it's yours I mean it's yeah. not at all stealing yeah and especially if like you have a clear sense of yourself Mm -hmm. too and that's again like having the confidence to be yourself and even change because you're always changing Mm -hmm. but not trying to imitate someone else like we can learn and we always I mean nothing that we do yeah well I think especially if you're starting we do it on some unconscious level every time I think I I steal from people all the time I think with in all contexts like, I, if I see somebody and like the way they use a certain word, I might start using that yeah, word. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, just like, I think that's just a very human-like yeah, human, quality yeah. of, because, like... Yeah, going back to what you're saying like, about the building on... I mean, all human culture and mm-hmm. knowledge is built on the people that came before us. Exactly. We wouldn't know anything if if tons of people hadn't learned this stuff and taught other people and and built to to where we are today absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. there's always like there's a legacy of everybody before me that Mm -hmm. is also part of my art whether or not i'm ever like really conscious of that (laughs) fact but it's the truth and it's there because it's like you didn't absorb all kinds of stuff like i did not the idea of drawing or painting right like i'm not the first person like (laughs) look at me and my black and white art right yeah, so, it's it? only me. <laughs> I think it was like Kurt Cobain said it. I may or may not have been, but he was like, I'm the culmination of every person I've ever met. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I believe that. I think it also like if you, I mean, even if you're imitating, obviously you don't want to put it out as yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're like taking on the persona of this person's style, which mm-hmm. is a culmination of every style that they practice. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you go, I really like these pieces. And then you yeah. take it from everybody else. And then that becomes your style. If you plagiarize from one person, it's stealing. That's but if you exactly. do it for everybody else, it's, it's your Honestly, style. It's, yeah, that's yeah. a great point because yeah. I think about that a lot with my art too. Because when I'm picking pieces of inspiration, it's usually not an entire piece. Like I love the whole piece, but I'm like, there are certain things where I'm like, I love the way you did this, or I love your composition, or like, what a cool subject, mm-hmm. um, or like, I've never seen this done in this way before. Mm-hmm. Like that's really cool. Now. Again, that's one of those, like, be careful of how you're picking because mm-hmm. it could very well be, like, one person-specific thing. Yeah. Um, then... But, yeah, I don't know. It almost feels like a, a love letter to all, like, the people that have created art yeah. or all the things that I've absorbed I mean, as I well. think that people should be. I think that if... I think a lot of people probably get... I mean, rightfully so, if you don't want people taking stealing your ideas or taking your ideas. But I think that you sh- we should be 
happy when people copy yeah. us and imitate. I mean, it's the yeah. highest form of flattery. It is say. for me, especially <laughs> as like kind of a smaller like local artist. Yeah. It's really really impactful when people. I've had um, other artists ask like, "Can I try something in your style?" Yeah. Or like, "Can I?" this and there is like an art trend like draw this in your style mm -hmm. and some people take it pretty literally yeah. like let's say I just I go ahead and I draw a skull with a flower on it mm -hmm. and I say draw it in your style and then you see that subject and you can like let's say you also really love um what's the thing that you love what do you love next? my kids Maybe you love your kids. Maybe you do. Maybe one. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Calling me into question. I don't right know. Now. Maybe you love your kids. Or like, oh, never mind. If let me love, change it. Um, Liz. Yeah, Liz. Maybe well, you could draw. Maybe you love Liz. Liz with the skull and the flower, and that's like yeah. that's in your style. Yeah. Or you do it in a whole different way, or it's in color or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so there's like a whole yeah, hashtag for cool. that, which I, I like think that. is cool, because it is a way to see Try how we can inspire mm -hmm. each other just from our yeah. own keys. Well, I can make fun of your. Art. You wouldn't. <laughs> no, I mean not like that. I mean like I mean not not of the art. No, but but like the skull is dumb. You could you know? totally like and you could totally do something different. Maybe you have a skull yeah, with art um, Liz popping yeah. up. <laughs> but then it kind of evolves too from yeah. person to person. The or the original yeah. idea even could go. I think that? it's really cool, cool to see that trend too mm. though. Yeah. Like like you, you do an art piece, I try to make a joke out of it, and you do a song with it. That'd be kind that of fun. fun. That'd be fun. I don't, and you know what? Maybe know, no one's ever done that. I know people that will take pieces like or music and create art based, mm -hmm. you know, uh, definitely music or for like album art. They're yeah. like yeah. visual artists that will listen to the album and then create the art from based on the feelings Which is that they... super cool. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it happens in the reverse too. Like yeah. if there's like an impactful right. painting or something or just... Because like you were saying, is. with the horror, watching horror movies or listening to that band you like or whatever, mm -hmm. it's like it just that. really gets you me in there into a piece of art. It it does, and I think like I don't know, I just think it's cool to see how many different forms of art can really mm -hmm. speak to each other and inspire one another. Because oh, like, that's groove. a really abstract way of doing yeah. it too. But like the movie Hereditary, there are bits of pieces from that that like in yeah. my drawing Mercy's house, there's a headless woman in the attic, yeah. and that's absolutely pulled that's from Hereditary, really, yeah. um, not in the same exact way, but like right. it definitely comes from that. Mm -hmm. um, that's but cool. I think it's cool, and there are certain songs that really inspire me too. And mm -hmm. like I still have some ideas floating around in my head. And because I just haven't it's like, yeah, figured out a way to you haven't put it down concretely yet. do mm -hmm. it yet. But yeah, I do that are. a lot. There are with... people who inspire me too, yeah. where I think like there's song, like there are people I have in my life where I'm like, there's a song that makes me think of you. Like every mm -hmm. time I hear it, I just think of you for some for sure. reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do that a lot. Well, I'll have, I'll come up with ideas of all kinds of stuff. I mean, whatever it is that I want to do, and it's not necessarily art or whatever, but it's mm -hmm. like, and then it's like, I sometimes you don't. Like, uh, you know, you have an idea and you might have it for years and you not, mm -hmm. might not be able to execute it until it's like, oh, I figured out what I yeah. need to do with this. I, dr I write those down now. Yeah, um, I need to do that. I, I forget think things be. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, so I saw this, it was like a post circulating on Facebook, I think. And it was about an artistic process, like the way that people, I guess it ties into artistic process, but it's how people visualize things in their brains, like mm -hmm. the level of abstraction yeah. or like how much you can really concretely like quote unquote mm -hmm. see an object in your head. And it's like a scale of like one to five. One I think was like, you like, uh, we think about a rabbit, like I can see that rabbit. I yeah. can see it in my head and that's, I can see like, that might be an easier way to translate that onto paper. 
Mine, I feel like mine, like five is like you really don't see much at all. Like you okay. think in more abstract mm -hmm. terms because we don't all like visualize our thoughts the same way. I think mine's like that muddy little middle. Like mm -hmm. I don't really concretely see things. It's almost like abstract ideas I have rather than a visual image. And so it's hard for me with art for that reason. I almost feel like I have to like crawl my way yeah, into a piece. Kind of, yeah. um, and, and so I change things a lot. And I think for that reason, that's why I enjoy, like I have a main thing. I usually will have like a focal piece, or, like subject, whether it's a skull, cause I mm -hmm. really love bones for that's some reason. <laughs> um, something about that creepiness of folk horror, I think ties into it. But, um, and then I just kind of let it build from there because I can't see the whole piece yeah. at once. And I just, I've tried and there are times where I just have given up on had given up on art for a while because I just felt yeah, like I just can't just... I can't get through that part mm -hmm. I just had to forgive myself and learn to work with um what the way that my brain does work really yeah, I think that I think about that a oh, lot the way your brain works I like that it's weird you just gotta, that's weird what you're contending with but yeah, yeah. that's yeah, it but like, that's also the filter you that you're putting like your that. art through exactly and so that's why it's original that is very true yeah. and you know we don't all have the same brain we don't mm -hmm. all have the same process yeah. we don't see things the same way it's cool that. to see how that results too yeah like, how we turn it out you can be more fluid with the thought yeah. versus somebody who has a concrete thing they're like it has to be like this mm -hmm. their challenge is not being as structured yeah right yeah. and I, it's weird because i feel like um my art doesn't look that way i feel like it looks like it was planned mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah. and i think that's just more because I just like certain details, but now I just go. <laughs> really? For the most part, I, I yeah. pick one like overall shape or something or the overall general composition and then fill it in around that because yeah. when I've tried to work against that where I'm like, no, I have this plan, I'm sticking with it. it and then fails. I look at the paper, I'm like, it doesn't look as good on here as it could yeah. have. It's a I should have worked with because it. From the it's like, self. Yeah, whatever you got so. in your mind too might not ever live up to, or you know, that won't yeah. ever live up to what you're envisioned if you have such a concrete idea yeah. to start from. I think so. It can be really tough to mm -hmm. deal with that like, what I thought it was going to be and what it is. <laughs> well, do you, let me let me run this by you. So say you're sitting there and how your brain normally works is you kind of just have this abstract idea. Mm -hmm. But then you're sitting there while you're doing the work and you're telling yourself, oh, I should have something better. I should have something more concrete. I should have something mm -hmm. that... And then you're shooting all over yourself. Yeah. Something that Liz says. Yeah. Uh, I love that. And, then, uh, <laughs> and what happens is now the time that you've spent doing the art is not good. Mm. I mean, it's not good, but you're, you're like you're beating it. yourself up. Yeah. And the result is in you authentically mm -hmm. because you're not using the tools. And I think that's accepting yourself in your art is is you is accepting yourself and you can enjoy the art more yeah. and then at the end you're more proud of the thing you did because it's like it's for you yeah is it to, to me no is, i think is you're right accepting though. yourself more art what art is for i think it is so. for me yeah my art feels like uh it's really personal because whether or not it's like oh this is like my grief that's not really generally what my art is like but it's personal in the sense of I make it for me because I enjoy it. Like, mm -hmm. And so I'm happy when other people enjoy it too. Mm -hmm. um, but it also helps take the stress away because I don't like, I don't necessarily like making art for, for other people. Like I like making it for myself mm -hmm. and to put it out into the world. And it's like a really great bonus when other people like yeah. it as when well. When it resonates with them. Yes. Yeah, and I'm glad that it does. It seems like it does for 
the people yeah. that I've talked to at like different festivals or anything. Mm-hmm. But I, that's a that's a way for me to continue to enjoy the process because I've tried doing like more commissions and stuff and that's just not really my thing because yeah. usually someone else has a very different idea of what they want mm-hmm. and it may not be in line with like my artistic process. It's, it's interesting. And I'm, that uh, can be an issue. I'm a graphic designer. That's literally what I do. Yes. I, I don't create. When I do design work, I rarely ever create anything for myself I mean I do because it's like I do stuff for myself all the time but um it's always for someone else and it's always like and I think that it that was it's a struggle for I think for a lot of graphic artists when they start for sure especially Mm -hmm. if they are a traditional artist first because you have to deal with a lot of rejection and you have to realize as when you're in that profession or even in a commission type profession you know it's like you can't take it personally because that right. they're not saying that you're bad it's like they, that's it's not what they want that right. that's not what they're paying for either right <laughs> so it's it's difficult to to get into that mindset and i and i think it took me a, a little you know maybe a year or something but i mean that is more okay with that yeah, i like i like that you're you, it's not your bad yeah yeah it's hard to to separate that out because any any art you create I think of art, art is, can be really personal. Art is <laughs> usually it to is. me, and think something I've l- learned more and more lately is um, art is an expression of ourself, right. and it's um, so that is why it is a personal. And I think that going back to what you said about is it you know learning more about yourself. The more you know about yourself, the better art you can create because you can express yourself more fully. And I, I think that that's that, yeah. whenever you don't know or you're if you doubt yourself or you have low self-esteem or low confidence, you're not going to put out the best product because you're going to think it's bad because you think you're bad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that confidence goes a long way. And the confidence isn't even it might have nothing to do with what the art yeah. actually is yeah. like or like where mm-hmm. you're at as far as like it's your skill. It's all going to the, yeah. your true it's self. It's the confidence in yourself to continue mm-hmm. to do it. Like, which is really hard. I know I've struggled with like that. Like acceptance of yourself gives yeah. you the confidence because you're like, hey, I'm just in the middle of this. Yeah. Like I'm just starting out. I'm just trying to figure this thing out. I'm trying to work this mm-hmm. skill. Because mm-hmm. yeah, the problem is you will see people and you'll see people who art or whatever medium it is and you think to yourself like I'm not like that <laughs> like and it might be true I mean you aren't like that because you're you mm-hmm. but um, even it's just as far as like skill goes like on a very like technical sense and that can be really like really discouraging I think to know that you have an uphill like journey with mm-hmm. that but that's whenever like what I've done because it's been really overwhelming sometimes that artist envy um, mm-hmm. just regarding like man I wish I could get my proportions quite right like mm-hmm. what am I doing like I want this to be easier um, practice is always a thing mm-hmm. and you just have to know that practice is going to result in things that you still might not be yeah. really proud of yet um, but just being okay enough to like be kind to yourself as yeah, you learn because you, otherwise you can't yeah. enjoy the process yeah. mm-hmm. exactly yeah. and then I try to um, narrow things down I've learned that I don't really like large composition pieces with lots of different things yeah. that you can add because it's overwhelming yeah, for me. Yeah, then you go crazy and go too I'm like, that's a long. big, like, I couldn't do an enormous, I mean, I could. Yeah. It would just take a long time. Yeah. But, like, when I see an enormous canvas and I think, hmm, yeah. how many little things am I going to put in that? Like, that yeah, sounds like yeah. a lot. Because I've tried to do it and I get overwhelmed and then I've stopped. So what I've 
done before is if I'm trying to work on like a technical skill, I'll just focus just on that skill and just build the art composition around it. Like mm -hmm. we can make a cool piece out like of this that. still. Yeah, and it might just be practice. something like, oh, like I've actually been thinking about this. Like I want to draw more hands. Mm -hmm. So I thought, let me start with like skeletal hands. Yeah. That's and a just so idea. I can understand like you where can... your proportions really are right. and then like pretend I'm building the skin on top of that from there. But I'll just focus on one skill and I'll mm. just make it look nice. So do a piece um, of just like hands coming out yeah. of hands and like that would be creepy and yeah. cool. You draw like a hundred crazy hands. concept. It's a really yeah. simple concept but it can still look really but cool. But it would be a great practice for you to draw exactly. a ton of hands over and over and get better yeah. at it. I think they call them like studies like artists will say like this is an eye study yeah that's what i when i i try to get today. back into to drawing um like it was actually before the pandemic <laughs> i should yeah. have continued i should i had a lot of time, still time. but um time. i got into because there's tons of good youtubers that do tutorials and yeah. stuff now which is cool yes but, i so appreciate yeah. them one of them was that you just to get good at drawing you just yeah. sit there and draw eyes all day and mm -hmm. just draw them over and over and over and that's like i'm like no I got other sh**. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, we're coming to your house yeah. and all of your walls are covered in eyes, like drawings. Like, yeah, what the fuck? We gotta save know, David. That's, that's my problem. This could be really that. cool. I can't. I really have a hard time doing the same thing over and over. I, I agree. Yeah, Sometimes so. I don't like. Um, I don't create a lot of art. Mm -hmm. Like I don't turn out art quickly. Yeah. Um, just for. Yeah, just, just how I am. <laughs> I just don't do anything very quickly. But um, I almost feel like if I could, where would my skill be right now? Yeah, like, because it's just more practice. practice. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's really what it is, yeah. and I don't really necessarily want to draw the same thing a mm -hmm. bunch. Like, but that's probably good because if you I have did, a lot of skulls, but they're not all the same. If you did do it more, you might not like it as much. I don't think too, I would. So. Yeah, I think it's just good, everyone's different. Yeah. Like some people can, well, and right I love you? it. Yeah, that's, exactly. I think that's what it boils down to what feels right. I'm telling you, it's like something that dings a bell in your head. That's the, thing, like, I, the more I'm doing this, is the more I'm realizing, like, oh, you gotta look for the things that if it, spark. Yeah. If yes. you like yeah. it, that's, yeah, that's go the only towards. way you'll keep with it, I think. Yeah. Because there are times when I've tried to become an artist that I wasn't mm -hmm. really, or the artist that I thought people wanted to see yeah. out mm -hmm. there. And it never lasted long because I lost interest in it. Like, why? Yeah. I'm not gonna put that much effort into in, into something that's not my passion, yeah. and that I'm not necessarily getting a paycheck for. Because yeah, that's like, you have to have a passion because, like, yeah, you said you're not getting paid. You you yeah. have to love it. <laughs> you really do. So like, why not just just be you? I mean, hopefully <laughs> we can get start getting paid for our art. That'd be nice, but you know, yeah. if you have like, like, a consistent basis, yeah, would be cool. I think that's something that I I try not to think about. It's like I don't care if I ever get paid for doing any of this or music yeah. it's like whatever I mean if we, if we do that's great but if not I'm still happy to go along for the ride and just have the experiences I love that because yeah. like you're still getting something out oh, of it yeah. like it's personal growth mm -hmm. and you're doing things that you and enjoy with this like, podcast in particular is the relationships I think that's the most yeah. valuable thing is meeting new people talking about and sharing information that's mm -hmm. you know I, I try to get at like you know, I think we did a great job already today just getting into the weeds with like yeah. why, you know, things are hard and how we can do things better and, and everything. I fully agree. And I feel that way with art too. Like with my mm -hmm. art is, um, 
again, I don't do it necessarily for money. The money's nice because yeah, like it is my time money. and like <laughs> it, it is nice get, to yeah, compensation. You know, like to eat. Right. Um, but, <laughs> but you would do it anyway. I would. Yeah, I would yeah, do yeah, it yeah, anyway. Yeah. As long as I have a pen and a paper, I'm like pretty well solid. Uh, um, but yeah, what is the biggest challenge for visual artists or a young artists that might like in today's world or what do you see that is a challenge and how do you think we could overcome that challenge? So the challenge that I think is the toughest um, outside of what we've already talked about, I think like just really staying like trying to be motivated and Mm -hmm. feeling creative whenever and being creative even when you don't feel creative is really tough. Like um, I know a lot of artists tend to be in their heads about things Mm -hmm. just like anybody who's a creative type musicians and comedians (laughs) like writers authors all of us Mm -hmm. we're all just we are in our heads a lot and i think that's why we're so good at what we do is because we are thinking about things we're thinking about the world we're thinking about ourselves relationships Yeah. yeah and that's where i mean that's where that like good human experience like comes from is us kind of being in our heads but it can be our detriment as well um if you get into your head too much with like artist envy and things like that Uh, but outside of that i really think exposure and like because that is part of it like you want to be able like i'll continue to make art and i'll speak into the void Mm -hmm. (laughs) i can do that and that's fine because again i'm mostly doing it for myself but having that outside validation is really important Mm -hmm. too and like having that like known support which is not just necessarily like financial support but supportive people. Yeah, your community. Yes, (laughs) building that community is so important because that is how you can get your name out there. And it's really huge to like get that kind of validation back Mm -hmm. of like, we see you, you're amazing. That's, yeah, Um, that's all I think anybody ever wants is to be heard and understood. Yes, (laughs) absolutely, man, that's, yes. Yeah, we really do. uh, uh, In the right way, in the way that we want, like that we can have some some say in it and mm-hmm. I think that's why art is so cool how whatever form it takes whether mm-hmm. it's audio or visual or if it's in yeah. a written way like I said it's an expression and it's, a, it's it your is. communication it's something that you want to say to the world mm-hmm. and, and I said this about art too it's like for a lot of artists I think communication traditional communication yeah. is hard for a lot yeah. of introverts or a lot of people that are live inside their head a lot so that's yes. why they create art too to communicate to do that yeah. <laughs> and so I also I am a pretty introverted person right. I guess maybe an ambivert I like yeah. kind of both here and there but <laughs> as I do but <laughs> 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 did I tell you guys I studied uh, like women and gender no, and sexuality studies at school but um, just actually getting that exposure is really tough I think with social media like yeah. people are always a lot of artists and other folks are complaining about like I've got this huge following and no one sees my stuff and that mm-hmm. sucks mm-hmm. um I'm not good don't come to me for advice on how to be better at social media <laughs> that's not me uh if you ever follow my page Cloven Hands, you will see um 
but I mean, I'm on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got a lot of stuff up um, there. I mean, you can go and view. But yeah, um, uh, what I found, what I enjoy more than that part, because with social media, I do feel like I'm speaking out into the void. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter. It's just, it's because it's, I'm not there. I can't see people right. or anything. That's why I like festivals so much. I like setting up an artist booth. That's mm -hmm. my absolute favorite part of the like business right. part of art like because I don't really love having to deal with that I'm like I just give out prints for free sometimes I'm like oh, I just want to put art into your hands mm -hmm. like yeah. you said you can't really afford it I'm like this, yeah. I printed this at home and <laughs> like I would rather you be happy leaving than right. me just keeping this you could make right a, now. a new fan like that yeah, and like, when they do have the money they exactly. probably will send it. that matters so much more to me mm -hmm. um, just being able to talk to people like mm -hmm. I have I end up having the best conversations at those yeah. events like people will come in and you can tell when they're interested in your art because like their eyes light up and they come <laughs> over and they're really looking around when they're asking you questions about that that's the most yeah. like validating experience as an artist is to have that one-on-one -on -one conversation with people and even like as an introvert who has a lot of experience yeah. in like yeah. pretending that I'm not <laughs> um, <laughs> but having like that commonality to talk about which is also what your passion is mm -hmm. is so much easier yeah it's my easy opinion. to talk about the things that you love i mean yeah. i'm an introvert also i think i'm on the same lines as you a lot of people won't think that i'm i mean i've met people there that i've told people yes i'm i'm, I'm introverted you know and it's like you're not introverted i'm like oh uh, you know they don't yeah. know me they only know me from me being out and, yeah. and social like we can work past that right. like i but can yeah, work around to, like, it and push like, yourself through. to you but know, it takes effort yeah. so yeah i, I don't think know that's anything about that i'm an extrovert so yeah <laughs> you never have to worry well what's that line <laughs> uh, <laughs> you have to be around people when you're not yourself like yeah, that's, that <laughs> is yeah, the right and, I, and, that. I think that is the difference <laughs> is that introverts get energy from being alone whereas and they are yeah, I really recover well. It's the opposite for an yeah. extrovert. Whenever you, it takes, it's probably a lot of energy not to. Um, You're like, man, I'm bursting. I'm <laughs> yeah. frothing here. Because yeah. <laughs> how do you get I'm approval when no one else is around? That's, yeah. <laughs> That's it. You know, you're right. Yeah. I guess. It's really just, hey, look, mom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like back in like Facebook days, like before when people would just like, oh, having a hamburger. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I did like, L is. I would sound just post today. lyrics to songs and wait yeah, till somebody like, was like, "Oh, I know that one." <laughs> just yeah. out there, I'm like, I'm, so obviously, I want attention. Yeah. Somebody interact. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nick is getting a burger. Yeah. <laughs> From where? Yeah. Yeah. How is it? Uh, mom, I'm at. <laughs> mom and dad are the only ones. To say. I guess I had one. Well, like the last thing I had, uh, really, that I was kind of still curious about is the name of your. I guess it's the, your art or yeah. your page is Cloven Hands. Where did you come up with that, or what is it? What is yeah. the significance of that name? So. It's a little weird. <laughs> it's well, a little it weird. <laughs> so it started off with I really like the cadence of the one, two, three, like mm -hmm. clothes and hands. Some, yeah, and so I've noticed like so whenever I first started to like kind of create an art as a business, I just used my name and at the time mm -hmm. it was Lisa. It was like Lisa Prather Art. Mm -hmm. And I think that was also me like not realizing I could make my art whatever I wanted. And I wanted it to be weirder than yeah. that. Like, I like, 
I mean, obviously, for marketing purposes, you probably want your name it's, attached yeah, to your art. And, yeah. Um, but I never, I thought about that again whenever I picked up art again. Was like, no, we're keeping this business this time. And I mm-hmm. thought to myself, like, the reason I didn't keep up with it before is because I wasn't doing all the things I wanted to yeah. do with it. I was trying to mimic successful businesses mm-hmm. um, and artists and things like that. And I thought, like, but that still isn't me. And I just stopped. I gave up on it. So I was like, you know what? No, this time I'm like creating something a little weird. I wanted to be more of like. I don't know if I can really call it a brand because I like the idea of it being like, it's this entity that's me, but also more than me. And it's things like, I kind of envision in the future, maybe there are projects and things that I want to attach the name Cloven Hands to as well. Necessarily. Yes. So I kind of left that open for that reason, but there are other artists like, there's an artist on ins- their Instagram name is um, or handle is Winter Teeth. And I just mm. loved it. Like oh, it just like, like combination of yeah, words. So it's that, like a great yeah. like I love the the like audio aesthetic of yeah, it as well. Like the... And it just I don't know the idea of having like a body part in there yeah. appealed to me <laughs> as well. It just so felt that, weird is that and kind of where you took that inspiration it is and so when i thought like cloven hands this is the even i guess the more weird part i probably wrote out like 50 different uh, yeah. things of like different names Random and words and things yeah just like cool words that i really liked um i ended up choosing cloven hands because i thought about cloven hooves because mm-hmm. um, i just love like the demonic imagery that's yeah. associated with it but i chose hands because i always feel like i'm kind of split between interests so I thought, like, my hands yeah. feel a little split whenever I'm doing my art. But it's like art. your hands are all, you use your hands to yeah. create everything. I mean, most things with yeah. art. Yeah, so. and, like, this is how I express myself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I wanted it to, like, harken back to this very, like, physical body part, like, experience yeah. of my art, which is mm-hmm. literally my hands. Um, but also symbolically, I feel like my hands are a little split because I love the idea of, like, these poppy, punchy, colorful pieces mm-hmm. of art and things like that in the world. But I also love the grim and the macabre. And like trying to find the me mm-hmm. through like all of that <laughs> and for you know maybe i'll pop back over the line yeah, sometime i cool. kind of leave I it open that. but it's a little weird it's like um i'll be honest you're like the second person only the second person <laughs> who's ever asked me that and within the past week i know it's ever asked me um yeah. before that but yeah that's really the like weird thing also i just thought it sounded cool yeah that was overall was like this sounds cool and it hits these other things of what i'm trying to do like as far as brand it reminds me of coming up with a band name it's like the yeah yeah that probably is what it is yeah like (laughs) you could literally have my name in the band i've done that that. exact thing where you just write out like literally like hundreds of lines of random stuff you're like okay combinations of things because it's fun too and like it's kind of fun but it's also I, I always hate it because luckily you're the only one that had to make that decision True. when you have a band with four people and you're like it's a nightmare yeah. to agree on something you think about maybe one person not loving yeah, it as much exactly. as the next like sucks. it could have been alien ant farm but I also do think I do think that with bands people with bands in particular people put way too much emphasis like it doesn't really matter name I always think of the Smashing Pumpkins speaking of which but it's like that's a terrible name what is that name but it's like you don't associate the the music has taken over the name and that's what it it happens a lot eventually people are so associated like they associate your name so much they don't even think about it like I've never like 
That's probably why people don't. That's one of those names. <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't think about like, mm-hmm. that's a weird name that yeah, you chose you necessarily, think, oh, especially called. if you're already familiar with their music and you just right. have grown up hearing certain things. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. You really could just have any old thing, and it will be <laughs> fine. It's, it's People will about, associate it with you. I think you. it's more about the art, and then when the it art is. stands above it, it will, yeah. It speaks, yeah, it speaks way more. And, mm-hmm. like, they associate that part with you, and the name is just, like, yeah. oh, interesting. As much as, like, the government <laughs> name, it's just, like, oh, that's right. cute. It doesn't dictate anything else about you. So, but, uh, Nick, did you have any more questions for Al? Well, I'd, did we want to go over some like old costumes? Yeah. Oh right. yeah. <laughs> costume wheels. Yeah. What's um Nick? What's your favorite costume that you have? Uh, whenever I was around nine years old, I had a Power Rangers costume mm-hmm. that was plastic. I don't know if you remember how they were used to yeah. be, but they were they were made smaller than I was a big kid. <laughs> oh no! Right? So as I'm soon as we got it, win. I ripped it, <laughs> but I persevered yeah. and went trick or treating, which is really just a metaphor for my life <laughs> I'm chasing the problem that caused the issue oh <laughs> you gotta get more candy and <laughs> and then get fatter so I can't fit this <laughs> costume so you're like I need this candy yeah, just, so yeah but it didn't slow me down uh, and I was the blue ranger because hey, I was sad you're also <laughs> oh man so that was your favorite costume no, it, it, I was just I was just happy with my perseverance. Yeah, um, that's a really a good story though memory. for a child's perseverance. I can absolutely yeah. tell you that Baby L would have thrown a tantrum, mm-hmm. and it would have had to be fixed or like we're going to the store. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or we're just not trick or treating, and I'm gonna throw a tantrum in my room. I had uh, tidy whitey, so I was good. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you. Yeah. yeah. So underneath, I was a superhero as well, oh. yeah. Captain Underpants. <laughs> 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 and you never got credit for that, did no, you? No, I wore two costumes that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't oh, remember. You. Nick, you really were a huge fan of or dressing up. I don't ever really remember you dressing up very often, which I didn't really either. I mean, after a certain age, I think. I did um, farmer here for Dave of the yeah. Dead. <laughs> and then I did construction worker, which was just me putting on my work clothes. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I also, I don't really like dressing up that much either. Really? <laughs> no, I hate dressing up in costumes, especially for Halloween. It's like, it's ugh, I have to like go out and look for stuff, and I have to put it on, and then I have to pretend to be somebody else all day. Oh, my gosh. What a terrible thing. That's what you with the mask. You gotta go with the mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Halloween. I dress up to sit at home. I've actually started. <laughs> I've so actually just started. Yeah, every yeah. now and then I'm like, every now and then I'll just put a wig on. And I'm just yeah. like, I, know, I just wanted to wear a wig today for some. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. I'm vibing. I'll be writing a paper and like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you sent us some nice photos you sent us some photos of your a few photos of your past Halloween yeah. you want to talk about some, some more those? recent ones <laughs> um, so lately I have been doing like costumes that are just I think probably more fit into what I already look like kind of thing or like yeah. something I can do Easy, and be recognizable yeah. probably because I'm like a little bit cheap um, <laughs> but also when you really think about it, like, I don't want to spend $300 on a right. costume for, like, the four hours of this party kind of thing. I mean, I do want to. I just know I should. <laughs> I should. Let me, let me be honest. Let's be honest. I do just want to. Be responsible. <laughs> yes. So, um, and I also like um, dressing up as men a lot for my yeah. costumes. I, like, I and it's think weird. About that, it's something yeah. I never really, like, um, 
it's not weird in and of itself. It's weird because I didn't realize I yeah. was, that's a thing I enjoyed. Yes. I was just always doing yeah. it. And um, so Weird Al, mm-hmm. I think, is my favorite great. one of like the past few years because I literally just put a mustache on. <laughs> I used my eyeliner to oh, make yeah. a mustache. I already had Weird Al, Weird Al hair at the time. Yeah. Um, I had the glasses. I borrowed my husband Ryan's shirt and mm-hmm. like just went to the party. Perfect. And it was such it was a easy. hit. Like I just I looked like Weird yeah. Al. That's perfect. It's great um, whenever you can hit it and people know me. Yeah, like it, like and I don't know, just working with it because. Sometimes putting on a lot of stuff is just mm-hmm. kind of uncomfy, but yeah. you know what? This thing is, it's lightweight. Like, you guys <laughs> are welcome to, like, to play. yeah, it's like, it's bouncy. It's a lot bouncy. It's gonna it look feels- so good. Whenever I'm doing my high kicks later, it's gonna, like, they are gonna fly. I was always literally. told not to ask. No, you can't. I gave you permission. Hair. I gave you permission. <laughs> and that is or the correct hair. thing. You, you should shouldn't. Never, I still <laughs> always Just ask. because I'm so afraid. That so, you, uh, should, <laughs> you should be. <laughs> Um, also, um, what is her name? Is it Headmistress Trunchbull oh, from oh, Matilda? Matilda? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was another fun one because I mean, I just mm-hmm. I ordered a sweater, which is still my favorite sweater. I was like, wearing it last night, the like 1972 Olympics one. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, and then I what else did I do? Uh, that was the oh, Yeah. That's Moss right. Was that was my that's favorite. That was what I was gonna say. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I could do Moss's hair if I just grow my that's hair out really right. Good. Like, and I've thought about it because I also have a, such a big crush on Richard Ayoade, yeah, who plays Moss. So um, I'm just gonna. He still looks great, everybody. Just letting you know. If you haven't seen him lately, I watched him in something recently, mm-hmm. and he's like still yeah, he's really been, hot. He's on. I can't remember what he was in, but I've seen him recently. Countdown. Too. I watched. He's him also got like a travel show. Oh, does he? And, like travels with them or something but he's really funny like yeah. he's so sarcastic uh, but yeah playing moss was really fun i actually wore a wig for that one because yeah. my hair was <laughs> short at the time too short um but it's also easy like i just put a shirt on had the wig on and like did like the moss mug yeah like where his pictures on the bottom like a few <laughs> little mossisms i was just quoting things throughout the night That's- this over here with the rest of the fire. It's <laughs> mm. mm. a really fun one. So I think that, no, I don't know that, I mean, it's probably been done, but like, I don't know, I don't know how much to, yeah. to pull off, I think. It's hard to pull off, and I, it's hard for it to like hit yeah. with our audiences, I think. Like, how many people watch that show? Well, I, I think it's I a know cult people classic, who do, but I just but, don't know, yeah. like, outside show. of like. It's like one of it is, it's yeah. hilarious. It's one of the best ones. It is. Um, let me think, what else have I done? Oh, it was The Rock last year. That was a pretty simple one. It wasn't really worth a photo, uh, but it was like specifically the (laughs) 90s version of The Rock where he has that short hair, he's got the fanny pack. Did you post a photo of that last year? I did, yeah. I should send that. I might send that over. Um, 
I was Freddie Mercury the year before that, and it was also just my hair. I put a mustache on. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get Ryan to kiss me with a mustache on all the time. And he does. And he does. Um, It is, and he does. And look, he's lucky. He doesn't have a mustache today, so... Yeah. Um, tonight we're gonna be Milli Vanilli. Yeah. Uh, very excited for that. I cannot wait to show off my hi- my high kicks. Um, <laughs> ready. I don't have to practice. Oh my bad. Right. I listen. I've been doing Milli Vanilli kicks all my life. Oh, you're like, <laughs> you've always been in practice. I've, I've yeah. always been ready. This is my breath. finest role. Yeah, I ran out of breath tying my shoes yesterday, so that's where I'm at. That's why I went to the gym today. Do you want to know? Whenever I'm at, so I go to use. <clears throat> I go to UCO, um, I go to school, and I'm working on my master's in history, like through the lens of like women's gender and sexuality studies, which is a wonderful program. But when I'm at school, I go up the stairs farthest away from my classroom, so I have time to catch my breath. It's like it's a thing I intentionally. <laughs> I, yeah, that's happened to me before when you get to a place and you're like out of breath. Yes. You need to like give yourself time. Do you ever like, sometimes I pretend cough. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> so like, I really want to breathe heavy, but yeah. I don't want everyone to know I'm that's struggling, fighting for my that. life. This was just to the door. <laughs> like, I ate a big lunch, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. very full. Yeah. A big lunch will take me out too. I know, yeah. I'm just napping. Just Straight thing. to the nap zone. But... Right back to work? Come on, dude. <laughs> Yeah, for me, I haven't dressed up a ton for Halloween in my, you know, my adult life for sure, but I have more and more recently because I always typically have a Halloween party here and that's yeah. why I've got all this junk. Yeah, but, uh, when's your party? Uh, huh? When's your party? I'm not having it this year. Oh, uh, I, I usually say, I already miss it when I'm not invited. I would be like today probably if we were, but um, not this year. I think I'm going to do a Christmas party or something oh, cool. somewhere like, yeah. Yeah, in December, but instead but um anyway so when i do a party you have to dress up you get a host so one year we were the ninja turtles yeah like 2018 the whole band so that was fun to do with a group because we always typically do group contests or group costumes if we're playing they're fun the year after that we're the village people that's which was awesome (laughs) last year well then i didn't do it for a few years because of covid but then Last year, we it wasn't a group contest, but I had a good idea because I was like, I was just sitting at work one day and I'm like, man, I need to think of a costume. I don't know what to do. And like what you were saying earlier about just going with your an easy look, yeah. it's like I literally Googled like costumes for bald men. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, one, one punch one man idea was, um, yeah, it's like there's Every a ton time. of ideas. <laughs> but I landed on um, Bolt. Walter White from go. Breaking Bad, and I just shaved the goatee, got some fake glasses, got a little band-aid Love for my it. nose. Got Dude, a, you look just it like was perfect. That's yeah, excellent. I got everything from like thrift stores. I just got like a brown jacket, okay. and you know, it's whatever. cheaper. And like, <laughs> after Halloween, you've got a jacket. To yeah, wear. exactly. <laughs> but uh, that was probably my favorite costume. I think that, and probably the best costume I've ever done. So. When he started playing, he actually went pantsless like the. <laughs> I, I had to go buy tidy whiteies from Walmart. Yeah. But it was like he came Dude, out. Came out of the room to do the show. And I was like, oh, there he is. Dude. No, that's, that's 
I had that I, was, I had that thought because I knew I was gonna do the costume and I was like driving one day and I was like I had that thought I was like oh crap now I have to do this like I can't chicken out it's like I already <laughs> thought of it so now I have to do it I can't I'm gonna bully myself yeah, if I don't exactly. do it's it like, if I don't do it I will be mad at myself yeah but, it takes balls yeah. and they were right there it was we all saw them it was so funny good job I feel like my favorite costumes have been very last minute yeah. because it's just like a spark of inspiration mm -hmm. like the weird owl i actually had a different yeah. costume that i had already worn mm -hmm. but i was like you know what no i want to be weird owl tonight or um i was drake one year um, <laughs> I, the reason i didn't send you that photo is i don't really want to brag about being yeah. drake <laughs> seven years ago um take that exactly right. as but i yeah, did at least it was. <laughs> um, but at the time i it was before i had cut all my hair off and so i had a lot of hair and people were used to seeing me with a whole lot of hair, like the Weird Al, Al picture. <laughs> and uh, I went to my friend's party that night, and I had put all my hair up, slicked it down into a bald cap, mm -hmm. and I painted the bald cap to look like Drake's fade, his real yeah, low-cut yeah. fade, and like I even took a little Q-tip and cleaned through it for like that little <laughs> oh, that barber line, yes. <laughs> um, and was Drake from Hotline Bling, yeah. like that music video. Yeah. See, that's a great costume. And it was like last Drake minute. Yeah, it was a great costume. <laughs> I will say it was a great costume. Too, did, like, I did a little bit. I wasn't good at it, but yeah. I, I sure did. was Drake, so you're yeah. good. Yeah, I, I somebody who doesn't dance for a reason. Yeah. Not this here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm dancing tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a fun one, too, because mm -hmm. I, I vividly remember um, going to pick up my friend, Q, and... <laughs> She saw me, she, she gasped because yeah. she thought I had cut all my hair off all of a sudden. She's like, oh. and I said, I told you, we used to joke in college that um, I could pull off the bald look. Mm -hmm. And she would always say, no, you can't. <laughs> I said, well, I'm doing it. <laughs> and then we proceeded to drive through like small roads, like little country town roads down to where the party was at, it was much farther south. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, if I get pulled over here by one of these white cops <laughs> yeah. and I'm cross-dressing, like, we're f***ed. You know that, right? Like, I'm gonna get a huge ticket tonight. Because <laughs> there's already speed traps there. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. you're gonna see. I think you're gonna look at me, think it's Drake, and then I'm gonna talk. <laughs> Obviously. Like, no, no, it's really me, Drake. <laughs> uh, hello, it's, it is I. I know. Why won't she call me back, right? <laughs> it's my Drake, best Drake impression I've got in me. But. It's pretty solid. <laughs> you want to go over events? Yeah, we can do that real quick. Events! What do we got coming up this week? weekend? Um, what do you got, Dave? So Thursday, November 2nd, is... Open mic night at uh, Factory Obscura. Ooh. So that's um, awesome. Factory Obscura is so cool. Yeah, I haven't been. I, hopefully, I'm gonna try to make it. Well, because they do it once a month. We talked about it on last week's episode. So if you want to, you have to sign up in advance. That's so that's cool. gonna happen Thursday. It's ten dollars if you want to go to see the show. But you also get access to some of the exhibit with that uh, entry. Super cool. So that'll be fun. On Thursday, it's at 7 uh, at Factory Obscura. And then there's um, music, a couple music shows I wanted to shout out. Uh, one in Norman on November 3rd, Friday hey. at The Resonator. There's going to be a show. Uh, Clint Neosi will be playing there. Uh, he's on tour 
from Fort Worth, Texas. So he's gonna be playing here at the Resonator. That's a cool art space, gallery, and venue. We played there. Uh, I'd go there way more often if I lived in Norman. I just but... I live in Norman now, so I'm <laughs> oh, like, yeah. so you can check I it really, out. Yeah, especially because the art scene is something yeah, I'm still trying to Norman. learn. But Resonator. If you haven't been there, you should check mm -hmm. them out. They're always doing events like usually like art events and like workshops and stuff too if you want to learn so cool. like screen printing workshops they have um that oh, is cool yeah. screen printing so cool i've never done it <laughs> also on this show is uh computer girl and chris allen cox who's a guy i've seen and, and met uh, a few times that he's a cool guy so super cool cool it'll be a cool i think rock music uh overall so like i said resonator is super cool for that they do music and they do art they do a big supporter for the art scene that's and awesome then, and that's well, november 3rd yeah it's gonna be on friday so this okay. friday at the resonator <laughs> and then also on friday november 3rd here in oklahoma city I wanted to shout out the uh, Speakeasy is having rock night. Uh, so there's going to be rock bands playing at Speakeasy again, which I'm happy about. That's awesome. And I might try to make it to this because I was telling Nick too, I was like, if you see things that you want to see more of, go to that thing. Yeah, you got to support it. So uh, Speakeasy rock night is going to have modern issue, caught stealing, and kind of creepy. And I believe those are all local bands. Creepy. It's gonna be five dollars. Oh, that's really great. Uh, like yeah, that. cheap, oh, cheap, really cheap door prize. Very affordable these days for sure. So check them out uh, Friday at the Speakeasy, and that's it for me. That's awesome. What else do y'all have? What do you got, El? Oh, um, I will be at November the eleventh. Pancakes and Booze oh, in OKC. Are they coming back already? They, they are. They are coming back, yeah, because yeah, they had happening. it in July, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I just went to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. How was that, by the that way? I didn't fun. get to go. Yeah, I, liked, I loved the farmer's market. Like, and it's cool. You get to talk to artists. Yeah, like, That's what I love. And there's like free pancakes, right? Like, yeah. There's pancakes and <laughs> booze usually, there. Very long <laughs> line for the pancakes. Free, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get pancakes. Um, I didn't get to go. Yeah. I was set to... Um, I was scheduled to set up mm -hmm. there in July, but... Um, about of COVID hit our D and D group, and so oh, I was no. like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to stay home." Yeah. But um, I'm excited that they're back. Yeah, that's cool. So I'm, I can do this. I didn't one. know they were coming back, so I'll, I'll check that out for yeah, sure. Yeah, I like those events so much because, again, I just mm -hmm. really love talking to people. Yeah. Like, I love talking to other artists, um, and just talking to people who like art. Like, mm -hmm. they're really fascinating. I, I'm <laughs> telling you, like, I was at Plaza Fest um, this year, and yeah. Like that was the best part was having those like I probably will sit and talk to someone a little too long. I'm probably not great at gauging like, yeah. oh sorry, you wanna go? <laughs> well they wanted it in your but, Yeah, you yeah. you're in here. Yeah. You're here now. <laughs> sorry, we're gonna talk for thirty minutes mm -hmm. um about me. No. <laughs> um but just talking to people about like what they see like in art, what they're inspired mm -hmm. by. And a lot of it is like it'll be other artists too, like going to yeah. those events yeah. just as visitors. It's a good and networking cool. events for sure. Yeah. Like, I've been doing that more and just going and talking to trying to meet and a lot of those people at those big shows aren't even from here so it's yeah. like and the, i never think about that but now at the last pancake and booze i was talking to a bunch of people and it's like no i mean they they're travel. all from out of state so it's like you can learn more about where they come from or exactly that's a great that's cool. way to do it too and i mean i think that that's 
a way for a lot of artists who maybe don't have an online presence yeah. built up enough um, yeah. to like make a living on their art that way. I think that's what a lot of uh, successful artists do is they go to these events. Mm -hmm. So they'll like pack it up and they'll go to, go the to a state over. You can go every not too weekend. Far. I'm sure there's something. Yeah, there's but... enough somewhere like, mm -hmm. you know, nearby, I guess, within a yeah. drivable distance to yeah, be that's... able to make enough money. It's a way, so. yeah, you could do it for a living. I mean, that's with music. If you want to mm -hmm. do music for a living, you got to play as much as you can all over the place and you travel. You got to be in and, person. Yeah. yeah. And you have to go and you can't just stay in once. It's like we, if you have a band here in the city, you can only play at so many places, you know, every so often. But right. if you travel and hit up different cities every night, you can play yeah. every night. There's more days that you can actually, yeah. that'll have stuff going right. on. Build so. network. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that's what I was going to say with the farmer's market or those art markets and things. It's like they'll get followers from each person that interacts with exactly. them on their social media. And it's cool because then you have like new friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great. I love it. I'm glad they're coming back already. It's cool that yeah. they're going to have more of those. I think hopefully it seems like we're having more and more of those types of things anyway, especially mm -hmm. post-COVID. So. I agree. COVID kind of set mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff back, but I think it was already on. It was like OKC at least was trending toward really yeah. having a lot more yeah. of these events throughout the year and mm -hmm. I think we're yeah, finally cool. catching back yeah. up so picking up speed it's exciting I think the farmer's market is popping off yeah. I mean I'm, like I said I've had to be an electrical contractor not yeah. bragging you know but, <laughs> but they they're rebuilding I'm building, bidding on a lot of stuff over there mm -hmm. so I mean they're rebuilding that they're talking about trying to make it the new plaza yeah. so oh, yeah. so they're gonna gentrify so. that area too yeah they will <laughs> so, yeah they will um, <laughs> So wait, in the, so the pancake and booze is on November 11th. That's right. That's so, and yeah. um, then you've got a thing that same weekend, right? Oh uh, uh, yeah, lively. you're doing the 11th. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so lively beer works. We're doing the lively comedy showcase. It's back for November. Yeah, That's November right. 12th. We've got Dave Branch, Jeremy Link, Brandon Kilo, Anna Rhodes, Andrew Patterson, and the Mark Martin Dupross. I'm really excited to see them do their thing. And then OKC Egg Rolls is bringing the food again. Oh, yeah. So they're killing it. Um, and then obviously lively they provide the brews yeah. it's five dollars to get in um, and then you Fantastic. just kind of come in and do it's great it's a lot of fun super right? affordable and yeah. it's fun and you get to talk to people in person mm -hmm. yeah. and, and listen to comedy you get free candy yeah. even all year no matter if it's comedians. Halloween or not we get, get free candy free candy yeah. on the table because that's how you get people to stay that <laughs> <laughs> works for me yeah. that's then, awesome uh, yeah it's a good time and then so we got that going on uh, and then I've got a new spot that we're setting up called uh, the place is called a, put a cork in it it's like downtown on the awesome on the river. I've yeah. been there yeah. not for um, I haven't been there in a really long time but I don't know if they I, do they still do the like painting events I think oh, they do maybe. yeah well, I've been there for that and it was really fun yeah. they have great wine Really great, great. Cool. Really so they're great gonna start spots. doing cool comedy menu. there yeah well yeah we're gonna do that um, and it's gonna be more headliner feature kind mm -hmm. of yeah. kind of deal and they have like their own room set aside too because I think that's where they do the paint oh, and palette, oh right? that's gonna be fun yeah. then yeah so we'll set that up and then uh, we're looking to shooting for like November 17th right now but yeah. so it's always fun so to we'll, get set up. we'll have more information yeah. on that yeah next probably week. next week hopefully and then uh, that's about it as far as yeah. events that I've got mm -hmm. yeah unless you guys well, want to talk about trick-or-treating 
I'm going to be taking my oh, kids yeah. trick-or-treating if you guys want to come. Oh, really? <laughs> what neighborhood? <laughs> Trunk-or-treats. We, we go to the north side. That's where the good candy's that's at. That's it. Yeah. Well, that's well, it. That's it. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you guys for having yeah, me. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks so much. This sounds really. like talking with my friends. This is super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're friends. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, right. yeah. It, 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 I, um, right. it's, Keep it friendly. You know, I love talking with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to go do that uh, yeah, now. now. Yeah, <laughs> that's, what that, that's what that alarm was for. It was like, said, L, it was you like. forgot about your friends. <laughs> Sitting here hanging out with these bozos. Yeah. I really wish we picked somebody else. <laughs> no, we you really, did. You did. <laughs> yeah, we really appreciate you coming yeah, and talking so with us yeah, and spending you. your afternoon yeah. here. This has been super fun talking about your art and spooky stuff. Yeah. If y'all didn't realize, this is a Halloween episode. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, guys. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Uh, so... Uh, that's it. So, uh, so guess get out of here. We're gonna get <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is it getting spooky in here? Yeah. <laughs> All right, bye awesome. everyone. Bye guys. Bye. <laughs> I have never looked at the right camera. I just need you guys to know right now. I have never looked at the All correct right. one. Well, this is really like it's it's it works out. <laughs>